Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. Understand? I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. As I am. And my G still pumping. So on the coast, you know that my Doja Coach game over, soldier. I'm cool. You are listening. Of course, not unless you're listening post live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, May 31st, 2017. Uh, I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And uh, with me on the huge is a. Uh, my main man, Cam. Uh, Cameron Hawkins, what's what's going on? Welcome Not too to much, show. sir. How are you? How are you the day after your birthday, sir? Oh well, you know, like I was the day before my birthday. I hate just you. statistically uh, a tad older. <laughs> and scientifically, you know. I mean, it's, you know, actually, <laughs> concretely, biologically uh, yeah. speaking. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and, and and good looks to you again. Thank you for for the uh, for the adult beverages last night. Showed me a good time on the town. Gentlemen, walk me to my car at the end. <laughs> right, we're walking the same direction, but it's fine. Um, but yeah, so, you know, all all good. I'm dealing with the last, uh, I think the last two days of, of real Austin traffic for about three months, so that's a good thing. Mm. Yeah, I was, uh, well, I wasn't in it earlier. I was out, but wasn't too bad. Um, made it to the library again, man. Man, the library is an untapped resource of books. Who, 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 who would have thought that? I mean, <laughs> who would say that is the question. Um, <laughs> like no, it's like what books are. Um, you know, they had like it's like asking like, did you know that they had? I don't even know. Like, did you know they had fruit at the grocery store? Like, no, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely didn't. Yeah, yeah, thing, no, it's just you know, a, there's a skeleton inside a of you right now. You know. little backlog of, uh, of callers that have joined us in the last few minutes, so welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, let's go ahead and give out all the pertinence. If you want to uh, call into the show and talk directly to Cam and I, you got to hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. Uh, if you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, hit us on the email tip uh, at East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com. And yeah, we could use some emails, so get them in. 
uh, Twitter. That's uh, another way of getting at the show. You can find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. We've got uh, <clears throat> some conversation going on over there in the last couple of days. We'll get to the poll question and headlines in a bit here. Uh oh, Justin's got a theory. We'll get to him. Them all. Uh, yeah, so again, at East Coast Cast, you can find my personal Twitter at Travlord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, and that's C E E Hawk. And, oh, and Facebook. And that's the last bastion of Get Adage. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can find the fan page at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, or search. Just search East Coast Cast or PW Torch, and I think you'll see all the uh, family of <clears throat> of pages. Uh, and I think we talked about Ricky Del Toro, who liked the page last week. Sweet name, by the way. Um, so, yeah, just want to make sure... Shirts and of course the uh, the Cam VP shirt, which I'm really proud of because I'm like, oh, that's super tech. 
man. Yeah, there's, so there's stuff out there for you guys to check out and keep up with. Um, but yeah, we uh, let's see. Uh, the poll and the headline are pretty straightforward. You know, it's uh, Extreme Rules Weekend uh, here coming up, guys, and it's really it's really sinking in that we're gonna have these pay per views like every other week. Like, wow. Um, well, yeah, the poll was simple. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I think two weeks ago, we did the poll when they announced the Fatal Five Way. It was who do you want uh, to face Brock Lesnar? Like, who do you want to win the number one contendership? And then this week, it was uh, who do you think will win it? And overwhelmingly, I think with uh, like forty six percent, it was it was Balor that people seem to think. Yeah, forty eight percent Balor. Forty eight. You know, wins. Uh, you know, walking away. <coughs> Excuse me. And <clears throat> the closest, jeez, the closest is Bray Wyatt with 26%. He's right on, uh, right on, not right on, but he's <laughs> the one anyway with uh, any kind of, uh, and I think that's right because obviously it's just a little too early for, for Reigns. You know, you would think, all right, if they're not going to do that at WrestleMania, they're definitely going to maybe do it at SummerSlam, not at, you know, Great Balls of Fire. That would be, so, like, What do you wow. think of Reigns <laughs> beating the, uh, you know, the top two baby faces in that match two weeks in a row, Clint? Uh, Reigns and Rollins, or uh, Finn and Rollins. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, Finn and Rollins, that's right. Um, You know. Is that it's, just because, I, he's, I, because he's going to lose I this think match? Is that just too strong? Oh, absolutely. You know, especially how uh, Vince has been known to book. And that's not even a bad, necessarily, like, just on its face, just because Vince does it a lot, not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, But still, uh, Seth's win was, or loss was a little more tolerable because at least he wasn't all wrapped up and bandaged and coming off of a... You know, whatever match or something, I don't remember, but uh, but yeah, he 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 did those things. He you know beat two and three. He, you know, if he's the number one baby face, whether it's by default or by whatever your metrics are, but because that's how he's pushed or whatever. Yeah, he beat the two, two guys right behind him, clean back to back weeks. I didn't think of it that way, but. He did those things. Yeah. Shit. I just wish there was some. There was just more to that. Finn win the one you know where he beat Finn. It was just he was hurt and he just still won clean. (coughs) So. And I mean, I think it's interesting. Because it seems like everybody who's talked about Bray, you know, with us, especially via Twitter the last three weeks or so, seems to be like, well, he's the guy who can tolerate the loss and have a credible fight. And that seems to be kind of, right. and we don't like, we don't mind him losing because it's what he does. And it's like, oh, that's not great, but I mean, it does make a lot of sense. You know, he's uh, expendable. I mean, these, these are, yeah, true things. These are understandable feelings. And rationales, but like, sheesh. But then again, like I think the thing you talked about last week and the week before was like, 
can, can, can a Bray Wyatt promo really how does how do we get to the pay per view with those two wrestling without us taking Bray Wyatt's joke? Without thinking Bray Wyatt's a joke? Yeah, like like does Paul Heyman cut that promo where I know Bray talks in circles, but we understand he's a dangerous opponent, or like how, how does Brock sell? Of course, I don't think they like go out of their way to like make Bray look bad. They they you know, try their best. Think, well, I, like, what Bray Wyatt does, you know, how does that work with what Brock Lesnar does? I guess is my question because Brock's in a you know he exists in a very serious space. Um, like even when he's fighting like Undertaker, like that's that's about a fight, it's not about the imaginations outside of it. So, you know, I, I just kind of wonder. I, I, I just mean that's the kind of thing with, with, how it works. With Bray specifically, I mean they they push him, they give him all the lips, they give him all the lip service. You know, yeah. pause, pause, pausington. You know, lip lip service game is is high and and topped off. It's just to me, he just doesn't win his feuds, and he doesn't win big matches. Yeah. But he gets the lead up and the build up, and you know they don't bury him when he when he loses. They, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I, I don't think in the lead up to a match with Brock, they would treat Bray as a joke. I think they would treat him as a guy that Brock's never faced before. Can he deal with? Bray's brand of mind games, all that kind of stuff. And, and yeah, and I'm not. And he's physical, so he's got a physical like. Uh, yeah, I think the physical thing uh, is what helps him. And I'm not even saying like them like playing Bray out. I just mean like I'm not sure. If that's just how it is. It's going to work with what Brock Lesnar does. What I'm saying. Um, because, and, and I feel like. Like, for that to work, and I mean, and Brock's been, you know, not around for a long time, so maybe they get him for, like, a month straight on TV. But I feel like with, with Bray, like, it has to be a lot of a lot of in-your-face time for that thing to work, just to really appreciate the physicality of it. Um, but, you know, again, we don't know that's what's going to happen, so we'll still have to wait and see. Uh, but, but, yeah, I just, um, I, I still do think that Joe is the ideal candidate for what he does and what Lesnar does. Um, but maybe it's not time to go to the air to shift. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, Joe got, uh, yeah, what was it, retweet, five retweets. Yeah. So. And so what would you point to? Yeah. No. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. You know, he got a small percentage. Like <clears throat> yeah, but, um, I'm hoping, like, all these fatal five ways and five personal elimination matches, it's the weirdest thing. Just it being an odd number above a triple threat and then pointing out, like, the numbers, five just sits weird with me. I guess because I grew up on, it's either a one-on-one, it's a triple threat, it's a battle royal, which is a combination of four in, in the one-match sequence, or fatal four-way, or it's an Armageddon match, which is six. I think the game's kind of put me on that. But, like, yeah, five is just such a weird number. And for it to essentially have the same name as a Fatal 4-Way, like, you don't say double threats in a singles match, and you don't say quadruple threats in 
uh, a Fatal 4-Way. So, like, it's just, it's weird to hear Fatal 5-Way every time. Or, like, even 6-Pack Challenge I'm okay with. Right. But, yeah, having the same name, I'm just like, I don't know, I called it, like, well, I'd say something stupid, like a, like a, like a King's Ransom match, because you think a King is 5. But, yeah, it would be dumb. But, yeah, I didn't say to fly away. I don't like it. It feels less safe if there's a five. Say what? Say that last part again. I said it feels less safe if it's a fatal five. Also, oh. you said pause, and you said, like, you said pause, and then you said top off. So you might have to call another pause on that. So as as you were wrapping up that that uh, your that was a little distracting <laughs> with the uh, Noam Dar Rich Swan <laughs> match finish with the Legion mm. Fox and the uh, goddamn Sasha Banks in that sequence thing. I mean, you know, Jeez. they need something for her to do. Um, I, I haven't watched it, but she needed something to do. So I'm like, okay. And 205 Live needs to. Like some kind of like connection with the rest of the show. Yeah, it does need to be a part of the universe, and it can't just be guys. Like, damn. Yeah, it can't just be two hundred five talent. Like every now and again, somebody under two hundred five who's on the main roster should show up and do something. Like like Agents of Shield. Like you get Sam Jackson for like the big thing, and then yeah, that was that worked. That was good. Gotta come help the little guy. And, and while, like, I have a bunch of thoughts because I'm just, like, into, uh, to SmackDown. I kind of got in on SmackDown here at the very, like, at the very end of the day. Hey, Randy Orton's promo sucked and made me want to root for Jinder Hall. Yeah, I meant to go back and watch it. I was in the other room, like, fucking around. Uh, yeah, yeah they should, like... didn't care enough to get up and go pay attention to that promo. I'm like, Ginger's right. You're wrong, Randy. Ginger's right. And oh, wait, like, he talked like, about he his dad or something? Like, it, Yeah, he can't help but uh, be like, my, my grandfather would be ashamed if I lost to somebody like you. It's like, dude, you you, you Wait, can't, he said that? Yes, but it was in the context of being American. Like a, a scrub. Or being hardworking. You know, bullshit. And I'm like, you, oh. you can't say that. You personally can't say that. Like, have some fucking... Have some self-awareness, please. Just, and, like, it was an impassioned promo. Um, So, like, you can't say it wasn't that, but just come on. Like, fucking... Think about this shit before you put it down on wax. <laughs> and, and also, like, I, I guess maybe we're getting Dolph Ziggler in the Money in the Bank match because he beats because he beats AJ clean in fifteen minutes. Like that was the step. No, I, I'm I'm saying I'm assuming Wait, he was already in, right? Yeah. Dolph. Was he on the end? Well, yeah, I guess he was. He's the fear. Yeah, because yeah, he was saying, you know, I forget he's about the guy that's, that's, that's everyone. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. 
But, yeah, like, beat AJ clean in 15 minutes. For what? Like, I don't need – if AJ's going to win, let him win the money in the bank. He's going to lose, going to lose. But, like, he shouldn't – he shouldn't lose to people clean. People who are under him anyway. Like, if Jinder Mahal needs to under to beat him. That's a different like, kind of loss, man. Losing a dog fucking Ziggler. That's yeah. so. All right, let's uh, uh the chat room is open by the way. Uh looks like Jobber and Boris are in there. <clears throat> Jobber says, Hey everybody, Cornette said the table for three that he wants Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar for next mania. Yep. I was like, fucking hey, Paul, uh, Jim. Damn right. So, yeah, Jim Cornette's, uh, still knows his stuff. Um, that table for three was good. Did you see it? No, I didn't use it. Okay. Uh, apparently, there was like a 90-minute, there was 90 minutes worth of footage at least, and, you know, they did it a half hour, twenty, you know, 28 minutes or whatever it, whatever it ended up being. And it's like, man, I want to see that extended cut. It's like, oh, man, they should put the extended cut on the WWE net. Well, work. Mm. So, mm. maybe, yeah, I don't know where they would. I guess if it if it became a demand, they would maybe I don't know, but there should be <laughs> we want more of that conversation. That 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 was that was one of the really 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 good ones. Uh, Russo was upset. Uh, Boris says, <laughs> "Okay, he sucks." So, yeah. and everybody from all walks of wrestling life. Acknowledge that. You know, Bischoff, executive, uh, you know, changed the wrestling industry, top personality, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Jim Cornette, talent, turned management, creative guy, promoter, all that. Michael Hayes stayed neutral, sort of, but... I'm pretty sure you know, you know, talent, turn agent, blah, blah, all that. And general public. I mean, if you know anything about pro wrestling and you think Vince Russo did a decent job at booking pro wrestling and writing pro wrestling, then, yeah, I probably don't many things you value or whatever. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so that was so that's, that was interesting. And who cares? Venture so being mad. Let him be mad. Alright. Um Okay, so yeah, so before we go to the phone calls, we got through the through the poll. Uh, headlines kinda of the same, you know, what? Yeah, an extreme weekend. Whatever. Sure yeah, some interesting weekend. some interesting clean uh clean losses uh this week. Um debut of the new day, so immediately we got new day and uh and the Usos for the tag titles. Uh, come money in the bank. Uh, 
Um, you know, I, I, that's I, assumed, <laughs> or did they announce that? They announced it. Okay. Oh shit! Yeah. So Craig yeah, just tagged us in the. Uh, yeah, I'm reading it now. Uh, Bischoff said, hate is baggage. Russo never had a creative prime. He had a creative con. The easiest person to con is another con man. He thrived in that. Damn. Okay, somebody said, but if there's anyone worth hating, it's got to be for Renz Russo. The dude's creative prime lasted about three months. You're going to hate him, I guess. I do what it is. Sheesh. A creative con. Which, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's going a little far. You know, he had valid ideas that clearly worked. Like, going the Jerry Springer way and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it was one of those things like, like well, they were going to catch up one way or the other. It just happened to be this particular guy, brash guy from New York. I mean, he had some of the qualities that Vince liked, you know, like being from New York and sounding like a guy from New York. Even though in other instances he'd hold that against him. Like, oh, well, you're not well-traveled. You don't go anywhere. Look, Listen to you. You sound like a, you know, you know, I could pick you out of a lineup or sound off. Uh, so at that time, you know, Vince you know, really, you know, valued and, and needed that. So, <laughs> I just think if it was a more creative person, a person with better ideas, that but had the gall that he did, and that's all he had. He just had gall to be like, "This sucks," and they were doing bad enough where it was like, "Whatever, y'all, y'all suck," and everybody knows, but nobody in here will say it, which makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. And then. And that immediately made them, you know, enemies and all that kind of stuff. Because you say that kind of shit in front of the people's faces. Who you talking about? <laughs> so, but you know, that needed to be said. But yeah, again, he just wasn't good, especially on his own. He had decent ideas. Vince was his filter, and other people in WWF was, you know, and 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 Ed Farrar had. A little probably had some control too, you know. Like, eh, maybe not that. And it was nineteen ninety eight, seven, six. You know, like, yeah, you had a lot to work with. Still, there was still a lot of things people hadn't seen yet. <laughs> a lot of rules to break. So anyway, all right. fuck out of here, Russo. Getting five minutes of my time. Um. All right, now let's see who's uh who's on the line here. Let's uh. You know what? Let's start with Mike. Didn't we like? Didn't he drop off last week? Nope. I'm a little disappointed. Uh, Mike, what's what happening? <laughs> What up? Can we have a That was good, man. I can't call it, man. I can't call it. What's up with you guys, man? You know, a little bit of this. Yeah. A little bit of that. Yeah, that's a fact. So you um, mind. 
Yeah, I mean, let me start off first by saying, as far as with the, with, with the whole gender thing, I think we're looking at 1984 all over again. Uh, so what, is he, he or she? Yep. And we got, we got Captain America himself returning on the 4th of July. Captain Underpants. Oh, oh, man. If you win 17 like that, I'm going to be... Yeah, if that was the case, this should be 16. But right, then this should have been 16. Lost the belt to gender, like... Uh, yeah, but... I think if he, I think if he, if well, he that would make sense because that would, that would look. If that was the case, that would help your 1984 thing because they did that the three week run, the two week run by Stan Stasiak. You know, it's transition to get from babyface because you're not going to have, you know, the, uh, the big Puerto Rican star guy. I can't remember, think of his name. You know, you're not going to have him beat Bruno. I have Bruno lose to Stasiak, and then two weeks later, Pedro. Uh, was it Pedro? No, whatever. Puerto Rican Holmes will beat him, and he'll be the champion for the next two years, or however long it lasts. Mm. <laughs> so that actually, you know, heels didn't. Heels had very, very short rounds back in the day. Remember when what's his face reigned for ten months in in in, in seventy seven or whenever that was? Uh, Billy Graham. That was a that was a big deal. Yeah, and houses. Selling out the garden uh, week after uh, month after month for ten straight months, and then they took the title off him, put that shit on Bob Backlund. Fucking Bob Backlund. But yeah, I see the reason why I see or say this trap. I see it in terms of you know the house shows merge, TV ratings and all that, you know, falling, and I see them panicking. So what do they do when they panic? They go back to what they know, and that's him. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think he just yeah. would have just made the announcement. You know, yeah, I don't think he just would have just tweeted out that he's coming back on the 4th of July just for the sake of coming back this run because, you know, Looking at the talent pool over there is like, what you gonna do? Put him in another few, you know, with AJ again? Like, it's really, you know, it's really the depth over there is not, you know, the depth chart is is not that big, that swole over there. So, I see that that's that happening, but for the life of me, I don't think he'll hold it that long. I think whoever wins that money in the bank is gonna turn around and cash in on. Come on, so he's gonna win seventeen and then lose. You don't even get to celebrate. <laughs> nah, I'm saying I don't think it'll be that long. I say maybe a month or two. I don't think it'll oh, be okay, that long. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you meant that night or some shit. Like, nah, <laughs> they don't need another. To me, they don't need a quick. They don't need a quick turnaround. Who? Uh, cause it, cause it jarred my memory. Who, 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 who won it? Uh, last year. Who had it last year? Wasn't that Dean, how Dean Ambrose got the bill? Right, right. Yeah, he did it the, and all in one night. I don't think they they do a quick turnaround. I think by, you know, September, it's cause who's to say, you know, how long he's sticking around? He'd probably be right back out by the fall time. Because as I was reading, he's coming back the fourth. He might be around, you know, for a little while. And then they say he's really not due back to Survivor Series time. So, 
But I think they just, you know, gonna try to piggyback off of him to get a shot in the arm off of the, you know, the ratings and shit like that. You got him coming back to that show. You got Brock coming back to, you know, to Raw. You know, but I think they, they, they with the element of, you know, doing some, doing things that we can't dissect and predict. So, like, as far as that Fatal Five Ways Sunday, I mean, to me personally, I hope they don't pull the trigger on and do and let Joe win it because I think it's too soon for Joe and Brock. I think it's way too soon for that. God damn. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, but it, it's only too soon for Joe and Brock because you know how Brock's views are spaced out. That's all, you know, would yeah. be if he was going to be around. Mm-hmm. And just be another few, you know. Yeah, I mean, I can see like, how do you do that? What do you, like, say, okay, okay, say Finn, just because he won the poll, and there's been some reporting. Uh, say Finn wins the the the, the five way, and uh, which is a TLC or, or which is an Extreme Rules match. Uh, yeah, they they made an Extreme Rules now. So Finn wins that. It's not going to be a feud with Brock. He's going to get the one match at, at Great Balls, and that's, and then they're going to go to the next thing for him at SummerSlam. Yeah, for some Which, reason, I think I see I see Strowman coming back at the end of that match, or whoever right. it is. I see Strowman coming in and destroying, you know, and setting up the whole SummerSlam thing. Oh wait, wait, wait! You think but that they don't do? They don't get rid of Finn. Like that. I think he just beats Finn, and, you know, later on, Strowman comes back and, and reclaims his number one contender status. Uh, yeah. That that works for some That definitely works. But I'll tell you what did not work, and it was God fucking awful. In my oh, mind, after all, the worst, you already know, that's the worst fucking segment of this year. The worst segment, and I need not say it. Right, everybody can't do it. Everybody can't do it. It's like, come on. It's not even that. It was the material was just horrendous, right? Like I, I said, I, I hope Bailey and or especially, uh, uh, especially uh, Alexa Bliss said to the writers or whoever was pitching this and putting this together. This ain't going to work. It ain't. You know, they've done so much fucking damage. Looking at it and they're going damage. over it. And, they, and she goes, this ain't going to work. Like, oh, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to put everything into it. And you won't even be able, you know, you aren't going to notice that I think it's a piece of piece of garbage. But this ain't right. going to work. And they, you know, and right. they're like, no, 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 trust us, trust us, trust us. So. I swear they killed yeah. that poor girl fucking character. So, babe, she's so Fucking damage! Like they killed yeah. her so bad since she been wait, on wait, his wait, name wait, 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 wait. Who? Bailey. Oh, okay. I don't agree, yeah. but I don't. I don't agree. This segment. I mean, that I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying to the point, Trav, that is like is unrepairable, but it's like they're doing her no fucking mean, favors at all. No, no, no. Her doing the stuff she did with Sasha earlier in the year before WrestleMania uh, with the. Match it, you know, with getting help and and and, and not acknowledging it. 
you know, the weekend, you know, whatever, all that kind of stuff is, does damage. Um, them doing a skit where nobody, like, nobody believes that was her teacher or her friend. Right, that's what made it like, so like, fucking like, and even Like, complete, in complete kayfabe, you, you know, you're not supposed to come away like, Oh, like like in the rocks one, like it's like you know I think that was supposed to be. Like the gimmick was that was actually his coach from you know junior yeah. high or whatever his football coach, and that was his teacher, and that was the girl who liked him or he liked and wasn't giving them no play in 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 high school or college or whatever. Mm-hmm. But right. this it's like, you know, because that was babyface doing it to to another babyface. This was heels doing it to a baby face, so of course. And they were saying mean stuff about it. The corniest mean stuff. Corny. Corny. And then not to mention it made, you know, it made, well, not made, but it kind of, like, projected, you know, the image that, you know, you're an idiot, you're you're a dweeb for watching, you know what I mean, WWE. Like, right. I was like, why'd they say she had she wouldn't hang out with us? She was a whack-ass, noodle-ass bitch because oh, she stayed home and watched Raw and SmackDown. Like, you right. do, What the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm, I was saying <laughs> in my mind, like, you know what? like what it fucking kind of weed whoever wrote that is smoking? Shit, I don't want to make you into fool of fucking dickhead. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's bad weed if it you right like that. And then you turn on the flip side to me, the segment, I mean, my favorite um, segment from Raw was Proof and Goldust. It was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. These two 40 plus year old dudes, <laughs> like, I mean, it was, they're turning up. I mean, it was good. You know, it wasn't bad. It was, it was, it was fine. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> out the gate, but it was good. I liked it. Like, I like the, you know, what they were saying and what they were telling. Yeah, I mean, besides you, the, the, the two bickering bitches, uh, Roman and, and Seth. Sound like two fucking Roman ex-girlfriends. Roman came through with the man bun, like, hate me now. Right. You need to leave it like that. Switch it. Like, to me... I'm not saying just piggyback I off hope his that's the cousin. start of it. Like, yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Do the bun. Like, get Man rid of that bun. fucking... Yo! The turn, uh, Roman gonna come out in a fucking romper with the vest uh, attachment. Oh. <laughs> I, I was thinking get rid of the... And the I was thinking get rid of the fucking vest. I was thinking get rid of the vest, put him in a fucking white beater or something. Like if you want to attract females and this, that, and the third, if y'all think he's the guy Man, to do it, put him in a romper and that shows his quads. Right, you're right. Remember when Jericho uh, put the shorts on and Vince was like, "You got spectacular thighs. Like why don't we show off your legs?" <laughs> and then for the next right. like six months, he had like the shiniest, greasiest legs for his matches. <laughs> right. Because I looked at him, you know, I looked on YouTube at the, you know, the, the early NXT stuff with him. I'm like, the dude, you know, yeah, no homo, but the dude, he got the Ninja Turtle calves and shit. Like, let him go. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, let him do his thing. And then on, um, um, I wanted to, you know, because to me, I just took it as they trying to make over on the SmackDown side. Like, they trying to do what they're doing with the Fatal Fireway as far as, like, making you know, everybody and money in the bank viable because, you know, a couple people jumped out, a couple of my dudes jumped out the window. They, you know, 
they was kind of concerned when they seen, you know, AJ take that L clean. Mm-hmm. When AJ took that clean L last night. Yeah. It's crazy. In, in, and weren't they in uh, Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, they was in the A. And, uh, I say he's plugging his book and shit on TV. <laughs> AustinAriesBook.com, not www.shop.com slash, you know, Aries or some shit. Moving these books, baby. Everybody got yeah, books. In Atlanta. Yeah, everybody trying to do it. So what y'all think? What y'all think's up with that? Y'all think Aries finally um, went Sunday, or y'all think uh, never keeps it? That's a that's a hard that's a that's a tough one because then <laughs> this is the third pay per view in, in a row, right? Yeah, yeah, from from Mania, and they've done a really good job of of, of stretching it out. Yeah, but at this I, I point, like, if you're going to do the title up, change, like, this has like, to be it, right? Is, do we think Ambrose is going to lose? And do we think the Hardys are going to lose? Like, somebody got to drop a title, I think. Well, yeah, I think. Should I think it'll be I think, I think Alexis probably had locked it to hold it to retain. Yeah. yeah. I don't see her losing for quite some time. And if she does lose, I see it being Banks for some reason. What? And that's Why did they hills. start the – did they completely drop the uh, Nia Jax is her buddy uh, storyline already? I hope so. They need to send her ass back down to developmental. I hope she. Do. I hope they did. Right. Well, that you know, well, that's not. They're not going to do that. So, if you, you know, yeah. So, I like that the little exchange. Stipulating to that, I I like the idea of them. Uh, of her being the dominating big presence over her shoulder, maybe when is she gonna, you know, strike and you know, when is she coming for that title and all that kind of stuff. Is she Batista mm-hmm. in your scenario and Alexis Triple H? Uh, not no, because I want because I, I want her Naya to be the heel, mm. okay. coming out, going in and coming out. Yeah. So, Definitely. you know, I don't have a like if if you're going to do that, and I'm talking about eventually. I mean, you can stretch that out. You can not give Naya, a, 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 you know, because she could be, you know, getting better and you know, doing you know, off TV and whatever. Uh, and you just you just stretch that out. They're fr- they're friends. Quote in quotes, and they're real friends uh, in real life, obviously. Um, what y'all thought of that, uh, and, that uh, New Day Usos exchange? I never thought it was cool. Like, New Day's still doing the New Day stuff, but I, I really like the uh, the Usos. And they even said, like, y'all thought American Alpha were going to be the ones to get us. They weren't. Y'all thought Breeze Angle was the ones to get us. They weren't. And so, like, you know, and New Day should based on their raw run, go right to the front of line. So, yeah, I, th- I thought it was good. Um, like, yeah. It would be interesting to see if, um, you know, if the Usos come out on top of that, if New Day has to 
regroup or do something a bit different. Because, I mean, if it's me, I'm having a new day do the exact same thing they've been doing for another year. Um, like it or not, like, that really works and gets over with the crowd and probably sells a ton of merch. So, you know, I still have them do what they do, but I understand them being, you know, in the title hunt right away. I think there's some good stuff between them and Brizongo, like, over the next three, four months that we're probably going to get. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, thought, I thought it was good all around. And, again, like, the Usos are, mm-hmm. to me, right after AJ, like, they're the MVPs of SmackDown since the brand split. Right. And for some reason, I see them turning the Alpha Tales at some point. I think so, too. You say, wait, who's the MVPs of, of SmackDown with AJ? After AJ, I say the Usos. The Uso, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Uso's No, 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 no. Right. I, I, I thought you were talking, talking about Brizango. Is this what's going to have? No, nah, that's uh, that the Nah, Uso's been, they've been, they've been on point. Like, they prone, like, they, it's not even, it's the, their ability, their, their belief in they stuff when they, when they talking that, like, coming across on their promos, like, it's starting to, it's starting to click. It's yeah. starting to hit. And it's hitting in a big way, because they believe what they say. Like that's a that that's the only thing, you know, to me that hinders this you know, that hinders Roman Reigns. He don't believe what he's saying. You could tell he's saying something that's written down for him. Like give him bullet points to let him fly. Let him let him go off of that. Let him show a little edge. Let him talk. You know what I'm saying? Let him talk how he talk. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my thing. Yeah, because you probably sound more like the Usos than than we think. Right, I'm quite sure he does. Uh, but you know, I'm quite sure he does. And um, on the NXT front, um, let's you know, I want to switch gears for a minute. Um, what y'all see, like you know, foreshadowed the the main, you know, the main event for Takeover being um Galloway, Rude. Oh wow! Like I kind of because he's kind of on the periphery, like you never pushing him. Like I kind of forget that he's there. Um, but yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know if it. But then, like, I'm like, does a Tommy get a rematch? Like, this because what else is he gonna do? Um, is it too soon for Gargano? You know, um, well, yeah, he's I think you get his like, revenge on Chopper first. Right. is hurt. Right. Chop is out for like six months, or something like that. Oh, what the fuck happened? Uh, that's what I was like, on a house show or some shit. Yeah, it was like the night or two before the takeover. He had to, yeah, he had called. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, no, I heard about that. So, oh, it's that bad. And that's what? What what do they do in the interim? What what do you do? Move Gargano up to that death spot show called two oh five live? Uh, I I wish he would bypass two oh five live. Well actually, I feel like two oh five live does need like a strong because they have nobody that's setting the world on fire over there. Very true. And he still can be on raw, I mean. Yeah. Like we were talking earlier, they need to have some kind of better connection that, you know, and they can start with the damn, not doing the damn purple ropes on Raw. The purple ropes. 
the cover rope, yeah, number one. Right. Two, let them yeah. wrestle like fucking cruiserweights. It's like, it's, what is the emphasis? I understand you trying to get them over, you know, as far as characters and personality. But what is the emphasis on having them, you know, like everything is just too storyline character and person, you know, trying to make personality driven out of these dudes. Like, let them do what they came to do. Like, this shit don't look nothing like Cruiserweight Classic. Like, let them do what they came to do. Like, and not to compare it, because it's a whole different, you know, time and era. But what got the Cruiserweights over on Nitro was, the, you know, the car crashes that they were having. While you had, you know, Goldberg ripping people in half, and you had, you know, NWO over here, and whoever over his thing, whatever the case may be. That's what, you know, that's what differentiated everybody on the show. It's like, yeah, uh, no, it was I mean, a bigger, bigger difference, and there's a less, there's less of a difference, a less of a contrast in heavyweight main event WWE slash whatever. And this like, why is Kalisto? Why is Kalisto not over there? Like, I don't understand for the life. Why is he not as you know on two or five? I, I have not. I don't know. I thought that was the point of him going over there in the shakeup. Right. Yeah. It's just like he's doing the same shit he, he was doing on SmackDown. Right. Which isn't much. Like getting a win here and yeah, there, exactly. but really happy yeah, and the damn driver to the stars. Right. But for real, for real, that's fine because, you know, I don't want a jobber, you know, just you know, just like gender, you know, I don't want a jobber going like, oh, here well, now I'm successful because I'm fighting against smaller guys. That's not that's not a good look for the division, like yeah. on the whole. And I'm hearing from what I've been reading, I've been hearing that Jinder's push was actually supposed to be Rusev's push. Yeah, I read that or heard that yep. last week. Yeah, I heard. But Rusev but got hurt, to, like legit. Yeah, he was out. And they had to switch everything up. So they just dropped that, which... which Believe me to believe, and then I'm, I was like, oh, God, I thought he wasn't coming back so soon. And then he just put the fucking tweet out himself. I'll be home on July 4th. Well, you know. You know, he won't, he won't walk right into a, a, a title match. Like, why wouldn't he? He did yeah, earlier he did. this year, late in December, whenever the fuck. All right. It's like he could do what the fuck he want to do many times. Right. So I see him getting. I see him, I see him getting. I see him getting seventeen at Eva. What's the shit? What's the next one after Money in the Bank? Oh, they got a, a battleground or oh, Eva SummerSlam. I see. It, I see it happening. I see it happening. I think they'll, you know, just have Shinsuke feud with uh, Kevin Owens for a while. And probably AJ and Ziggler. I don't know. I guess they're trying to build him back up again. Yeah. And, and what's the story? I mean, you guys haven't heard anything on it. What's the story with uh, Mike Bennett? Because I heard he was supposed to be coming in the SmackDown. Bennett and Maria. Yeah. Uh, Wade brought him up on one of his hotlines in the last two days. Uh when he was talking about in the, in the context of Jinder Mahal, like Vince looked around and was like, uh, you know, um, 
like, okay, maybe Marie uh, put it on Bennett, and they come in and then, you know, looked around and said, oh, I got somebody in the house that's already said the right thing is doing, or whatever. And then I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Mike Bennett, like, wasn't he supposed to come in, like, a month ago, like, you know, after the shakeup or around that time? And, yeah. yeah, you haven't heard anything on him. Maybe they just, you know, uh, yeah, getting his creative. Right. Yeah. Because as far as Adam Cole, I see him going uh, to NXT for a while and being like the guy down there. Uh, hold up. Um, Darrell's saying, um, and I assume he's talking about Ciampa, uh, he's got a torn ACL. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, it's not like, you know, this is it's 2017, so it's not, you know, it's not. You know, 1995 when it was like, whoa, you know, damn career sentence. Uh, you know, that's something he could be back in six months and uh, all good. You know, the fact is, it happened on the WWE on the WWE's watch, and not, you know, on the damn. Uh, Ring of Honor show or something, or you know, some indie show, and he, right. you know, he's going to get the best, you know, the best medical, the best, all that, so the best rehab, all that, so. No, yeah, I'm gonna leave with this, fellas. This, and I'm, um, you know, just listen, so I know yeah, I got to get some other callers on. Um, when I was about to say, which I think, uh. The Hardy Brothers versus Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. Because from what I, I mean, I can see them making him, you know, like his brother. Bo Dallas. I think Bo can do it. Like, I think he can definitely handle a character like that. I think he has that range. Um, it'll be interesting to see those two together. And I think it would serve Bray better to, to have somebody to play off of and to not be in his ass with the main events. So, yeah, I, I, I hear you on that. Yeah, because he's not he's All right, fellas. Peace out. All right. Yeah, Bray, uh, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know if, if Bo's time is over as being like a serious, uh, any kind of serious act, but, you know, at least the last time, the last time he was on, he was with the, with the, Sign gimmick, you know, make Bo believe again. Uh, it was like more more serious than you know the believe stuff. Like he wasn't being a complete goof; like he was a serious character. So at least the last time we saw him, it's not like he's going from this complete goof jobber to you know crazy bro. But why do they acknowledge it now? All of a sudden, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, all that is there are, you know, storyline you know, continuity stuff you'd have to consider when you're you know, if you want to do that. But and I'm not sure if it's uh you know, I don't necessarily want you know, wanna see the Hardys feud with uh, those two in particular. I mean I guess I'd welcome it I suppose but no, I, I feel like Mike's like basically saying like what gets us to Broken or something to that effect, and it could be dealing with crazy ass Bray Wyatt. 
Oh, is that what he was getting at? Like, that's how I took it. Hmm. Okay. I mean, why not? What's the psychology of like? What does Gargano say when he when he when he comes in when he uh, cuts the promo, whether it's tonight or next week or whatever? So, all right, who else we got on the line here? Let's. Uh, Go to North Jersey, stay in the region, talk to Kylan. Kylan, wow. what's happening? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Oh, good, good. Man. Doing okay. Yeah, man. Great. Tony, mind. Um, I I would first like to agree with your sentiments on the creative committee table for three as it was labeled. I personally thought it was the best table for three so far. Um, um I mean I think the New Day one like set the tone because I think that they had the first one and that was that was really good at a time when we were Still kind of, you know, this was like even before Mania 32 when we did our our New Day thing at at WrestleMania. Um, At a time when, you know, it was just really important for that act to to, to have that, you know, with Kofi and the, you know, (laughs) the order and then Jamaican, that was all that, or with with the accent, that was just such a good one. And then the HBK, Michaels, AJ one from this, this season too, I thought was also one of the standout ones. But, yeah, I mean, I don't want to rank them in what I think was the best, but, yeah, the cornet. Because I wish it was more of a three-way thing and less of, uh, ooh, Bischoff versus Cornette. And Hayes is here to kind of moderate. I wish they had a third person that, or, or Hayes himself, but, or a third person that was a part of, The conversations. And, I mean, I guess he, he was. They would ask him. He would ask the question, and then a, a couple times they say, well, what's your, you know, favorite time in your career, and, as he asked them both. Um, yeah, so, but, yeah, just, I, I, I wish it was less a moderated one, one, one-on-one and more of a three-way conversation as they were designed to be. Yeah, 
a series, however, that will will never be featured on the WWE Network due to the way they cover the subjects they cover is a show that, that I just discovered that I recommend both of you check out in case you haven't seen it. This is called Behind the Titan Tron and they cover historical events such as the murder of Dino Bravo, the the death of Owen Hart, the curtain call, things like that. Now, who is it going over? Uh, it's a guy out of England, but the the way he the way he talks and he apparently uses different sources because. The beginning of the video says this is a strictly journalistic approach. Nothing I say is information that hasn't been covered by the sources featured at the end of this segment or something like that. Nice. No, that's no And is it on YouTube? Yeah, the the first episode even covers the the McMahon steroid scandal. Okay. Hmm. And so far, these appear to be between ten to fifteen minutes, so they won't kill you. To watch them. Sounds interesting. We got a question or something for us this week? Uh, yes, I do. My question for this week concerns the future of 205 Live. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. In light of recent talk that 205 Live has not streamed well on the WWE Network, according to Dave Meltzer, where do you think this this whole Mustafa Ali? No fly zone tag team angle is going. Do you think this is leading to a possible format change for 2055 or or something else? Uh, Cam? Oh, I don't know. To me, it always seemed like 205 Live was a bit extra for no reason when they have a three-hour show that they could have another division on. Um, so it might be something that's, like, in the back as far as, you know, getting prepared just in case it doesn't work out. But 
I mean, I don't know. Like, to me, it's free programming. So I don't know why you really get rid of it. You're literally just changing the ring ropes and having an extra – and keeping a camera running a bit longer. So, I don't know. Right, and trying to – and hoping people get – stay – stick around for, you know, so it looks good on TV. And, yeah. you know, that's another hour of selling <laughs> selling T-shirts and, and stuff. Yep. And, you know, so unless the building building. raises the rate at the end of the night, like, you kind of, you're good. Right. Right. Makes sense. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. Thanks for the uh, call, Kylan. Appreciate it. As always, um... No emails, all right. Fuck y'all. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, all right, let's uh Oh damn. Oh, by the way, uh just to say this more frequently, if you're uh, on hold and you want to if you do want to get on uh, on the on the line with us, uh, press one on your on your phone, and that'll indicate that you're in the uh, call queue and that you you know that you want to get on and all that kind of stuff. So just to let you know down there, two one nine and Skype or international. Skype and or international. All right, let's talk to uh, Darrell here. Now, South. Uh, Darrell, what's happening? What up, Darrell? What up, Cam? Can you hear me? He's yeah, just fine. Sound good. Yeah. Okay. Ah, how you guys doing today? Oh, doing well. Doing yeah, well. you know. Doing all right. Birthday, Travis. Oh, appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, I ain't heard nobody tell you have a belated birthday, so at best. Well, I think Cam lived with it, but Spice you know, the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he celebrated your birthday with you, so that don't count. <laughs> oh yeah, kind of. Yeah, but going in, um, listening to what you guys were talking about, that table for three was one of the best I ever seen. Also. Just to chime in with you guys, um, I really did appreciate it and liked it. Um, didn't think nobody was being fake or phony. And like some of the stuff that they said, I, I listened to Jim Cornette on um, the podcast. That that guy, he just he just hilarious. His voice, the way how his voice sounds, <laughs> and when he be getting all high pitched and angry, it just oh, makes my day. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, which uh, which podcast? I listen to both, the drive through and the um, experience. Okay, I haven't listened to Cornette in, for a long time, but I listened to all of his Who Slamming Who uh, when he was on the yeah. Who Slamming Who Network like six years ago, eight years ago, whatever the fuck, you know. With the, with the guy who 
on the experience, all he be talking about is Donald Trump. Oh, hold, hold, hold up, hold up, Okay. Hold up, damn. Uh, Cam, what now? Nothing with the guy who used to host it who sounded just like Caldwell. Like, just like Caldwell. Maybe uh, Caldwell was uh, from a double duty man. Uh, what is it, moonlighting? Yeah. And he also bad for that guy. <laughs> no, but Tim Cornette was always—he would always talk shit about the torch on that show. I don't know if he still does or if he, you know. Oh, but man. back then he would still throw. Uh, he would still throw some. Uh, throw some elbows he here and there. He he had to stop. He hate Wade. He hate Wade with a passion. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Hate him with a passion. I think Wade up there like probably number two behind Donald Trump. So, public. Cornette being a liberal is still like the strangest thing to me. Just yeah. by, by like. His mannerisms and yeah, the way he and, talks and, and in the Who Slam back then was was when he like kind of like came around because he had saw two three years of how Obama was treated and was like, oh, so y'all just racist? Like that's like that's all it that's all it is. Like it's not about conservative values, none of this. Like no, 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 no. And it was kind of like I, if I have my if my memories serves me right, I think that kind of was his kind of coming around to. Wait a damn second! At least yeah. being open with it, he might have had those. Yeah, like these people I'm hiding with. Like wait a minute. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jesus, uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, Bradley talk a little bit. Um. Ah, AJ takes the pin in his hometown, so we can't talk about it. No. It, Everybody takes a loss at home, or uh, well, consider him home, and never do it. So yeah, when you it. when you get to win in your hometown, it's such uh, like oh wow, like uh, for whatever reason, I was thinking about oh I think cause Steve posted the screenshot, and it was like discussion thread. Caitlin, your thoughts? And Steve's like she existed. <laughs> that was his thought. Um. And I was thinking, like, what, how did didn't she drop? Or when who was leaving? Oh shit, was she leaving or was she? Yeah, no, 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 no. It was, yeah, was she leaving or was AJ leaving when she? Or, and did she lose or drop the belt to AJ? I don't remember. In her hometown. Oh AJ. So AJ's from Houston. Didn't it happen in Houston? I got these fragmented memories of the situation, but I don't know how they fit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. One of them was on their way out, and the other one did the job early, like three weeks early before she was set to leave because they were in the other person's hometown, and they were like, well, you know, let me drop it to her in in her hometown. And they were like, okay, good idea. I think that was when – I think that was AJ winning. But is AJ from Houston? I don't know. I can't remember Ask me about something from 15 years ago, and I'll give you every single detail. (laughs) Oh, they were Dayton, Ohio, and it was uh, 72 degrees. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, you, occasionally you'll get the you'll get a W in your hometown or not get humiliated in your hometown, but it's way more on the other on the other spectrum mm-hmm. and the other end of the spectrum catching the males in your hometown. I didn't see that too wrong with it. They gave Dolph a win. Oh well, he gonna be in the money in the bank. Give give him a little win, I guess. <laughs> he done took a couple of losses. We knew that was coming. You know how Vince book. You know, you got nobody unless you Roman Reigns or John Cena. You really ain't getting those momentum, continually winning like that. So it is what it is. Um, I know earlier y'all were talking about Rusev, and I wanted to speak on that too. I was like, I know they. I seen the reports just like you guys, but I'm like, Rusev wasn't he injured way before WrestleMania, and he missed WrestleMania. And one's supposed to be back and see around this time, um, money in the bank or look at after. So uh, how how was he supposed to get Jinder's push when they said Jinder's push was last minute and one thought of until after the shakeup? When he been when Rusev been hurt for a while now for months. Yeah, I mean I I feel like that means they just had it in the pipe for a long time and then pulled the trigger on you know. What was going to be his, I guess. Yeah, I think the idea is just that people kind of knew uh, they had plans for for Rusev post WrestleMania. Whether he was hurt or not, you know, before you know, whatever, whenever he got hurt, they might, this might have been known in January or February before he got hurt. I don't remember when he got hurt. Um, and now Jinder's getting a push post-WrestleMania, and they're just going, ah, that was supposed to be Rusev's push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we remember and the wor- four or five, six months ago. And the worst, and the worst time in of all is Johnny says, uh, Chompa, uh, what they said, they, I think they said, reported that he tore his ACL. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, what a, what a performance he put on in an act at a damn ladder match with a torn ACL. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. And hindsight, 50-50, the term was awesome, but I'm pretty sure they didn't know he had a torn ACL. But just knowing that now, I don't think that – because still in my eyes, they're more marketable as a tag team than they are singles wrestlers who be put in the um put in the two oh five live and because just going off of what you see today, the this is life um debacle they just had, how Vince booked you no know, can't nobody say with even twenty percent that they could feel like Johnny or Tommaso Ciampa would get a true big time main event push when coming to the main roster, when neither one has been pushed as hard as Sami Zayn was when he was in NXT, so you can't say they'll come in at his level, or neither one has even um, the singles buzz as a uh, as a Todd Dillinger, and then both already have that one uh, weakness that Vince don't like. Are they little guys? They're little small guys. So that's a, even another strike, and they small. 
So the thing that they come in and be fourth from the top or third from the top is. So, wait, real quick. What's hindsight again? Just hindsight, just looking at the injury. Um, now seeing that he's hurt and stuff like that. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I, I, I don't think any. I don't know if who's saying Champa and Gargano are going to come in and get main event pushes. Like, whoa, whoa, who's who's saying this? Like, where is these? Who's reporting or even speculating that they're going to get main event singles pushes? Like, they'll get singles. They want them to be singles. The management does. Management wanted them break broken up to push them as singles guys. Like. <laughs> it's shocking to me, but in a small way that you know. But nobody's thinking they're going to get pushed to the top and the main be main event in anything anytime soon. I don't think that's fair to make it put up an argument that nobody's arguing. Um, yeah, and if they, you know, they they want them. Management wants this. There's no nobody was pushing like, hey, Champion Gargano or those guys. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I I know. I just um I have read it um somewhere that they was looking at, especially um them getting a, a, a previous uh, main event push after the turn after the turn had happened and stuff like that. That's what a few um, places was talking uh, speaking on, especially mm, in the NXT okay. level anyway. So. You know, yeah, but you're right. Get, they haven't um, even yeah singles. They haven't had a singles run yet. They came in as a tag. They got bought in as a tag team for the Dusty thing, right? And mm-hmm. stuck around, and then were singles guys in the uh, in the tournament in the cruiserweight tournament. That was it. And they've always been a tag team. They've never yeah. They've gotten pushed decent, obviously, pushes as a tag team. Yeah, because I still would love to see them in the tag team. I would have loved to see them in the tag team division on SmackDown so maybe the Alphas could turn heel, and at least you can have one serious babyface act since the two right now at the top of the card, if you look at it, is Breezango and New Day. And, you know, they're a little, you, you, we already know Breezango about the comedy and, you know, New Day don't really too much take stuff serious to a point. Yeah. That's why I want to see what happened with them versus the Usos because the Usos a little more rougher, tougher, serious type of act where that make New Day finally get serious like they had to when they was supposed to face the Wyatt that one time. Like, will you get serious or are you still going to be? They can get to have a few with them, you know. Right, you right. thought it was going to be a longer feud. So I, I, that's what one thing I really want to see. And um, I can't wait to see this R-Truth and Gold Dust match. I saw really? two little skits from Monday. <laughs> Let me see your ass. I'm, <laughs> I'm really loving um, old school Gold Dust. And R-Truth is still uh, hilarious. And, um... Maybe um, if Gold does win and we get a Dean Ambrose loss to the Miz, maybe we can see Dean versus Gold Dust. 
looked at a lot of Roddy, Roddy Piper gold dust from back in the day. Definitely here for it. Oh, my goodness. For Dean's sake, I, I got to, like, Hope that doesn't happen. If they if they taking gold dust serious and pushing them as a serious act now, you know, it could it could be something totally different. Plus, gold dust still can work in the ring. It can work as good as anybody on the roster today. So that'll be something totally new, and they really ain't doing great things with Dean Ambrose. So I don't think it will hurt him too much. And this is something that might let him open up a little bit, get a little wilder. Mm-hmm. Even get a little bit more edgier since they let our truth um, cuss. <laughs> Talking about, I'm going to get your ass and the little um, yeah. promos they be posting online and stuff like that. So yeah. maybe they're going to let Dean get a little, a little rougher. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are good things. I just, you know, don't want it to be in a feud with gold dust. That's understandable. Look, <laughs> if he's not going to be in the main event, like, that's because, I mean, I was a big fan of the gold dust character and the mind games. and uh, Yeah, I, I think it could be good. I mean, they need single guys who aren't in the main event. And, and the thing is, like, you know, how many more times – do you really want to see Miz and Ambrose, even though that's been good? It's just like, you know, those guys should get away from each other and do other things. Yeah, and that feud to put more eyes towards Ambrose than anything else right now. Um, if once he's done with Miz, where do you see him going? If they're not going to put him in the main event picture, if that's True. already crowded up with five guys right now, then count. So count you're assuming he pitch. drops the title to Miz? Drop it, or even if he don't drop it, I still like to see gold. Oh, right, right. Miz, what does he do? Um, um, Dean, even if he don't drop it, Golda's trying to get his last run. You don't know if he'll get another one coming back as the heel from back in the day. What is old is once new again. Yeah, that's a. Uh... I could, uh, I could actually see that happen, like, for, for, for Dean. I mean, I, I just – you gotta. You, you would imagine Goldust has to win the win the title sometime, right? You do that to not have him win and be a scumbag, cheating heel, you know. Wasn't low blows his thing? Yeah. And you can see that last until SummerSlam. He, he'll win it. Probably his first try, get a few month run, then let Dean win it back at SummerSlam. At least you know you're high up on the car and something intriguing, and not on the pre-show. Yeah. Well, real quick, do you like uh, Hardy or Shane uh, Cesaro this weekend? Hmm. Okay, who do you like, Hardy or Shane Cesaro this weekend? Hardy's. At the Hardy stuff, yeah. Yeah, hopefully Seamus and Cesaro beat him up real bad, um, bro- uh, make him broken again, 
Then you move on to Revival and Hardys. Or the yeah. Broken Hardys, hopefully. My man got his job. Like that. I'm doing no tripping. Then what do you do with Cesaro and Sheamus? That's another thing. I don't know. Um, once they turn them here, uh, you know, don't know what to do with them. I, you can't. And I know people will be like, I know some might say separate them, turn them single. But where you gonna put them at then? <laughs> yep. Well, no, not after finally they're working as a tag team. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> got outfits and all that <laughs> gimmicks and yeah. super dope entrance. That's why I, that's why I wish they would put more emphasis on the tag team division. You got three hours. There's no reason why you should have people having two or three segments when some of the top guys can barely carry one, two, two and three, too many. That's why people feel like they've been, you know, overused. Use some of the talent that you have. Stop having just one woman's focus match. Have two. Have two or three tag team matches. Have have focus like have, have people focus on something like people want to be the number one contender. You got two teams feuding for number one contender, two women feuding for number one contender. Just like y'all were talking about Nia Jax earlier. I hope and they keeping her off TV just so when she show up, on um, the screen rules. She keeping her promise. She said she's gonna make sure. That you don't lose the title until you face me. So just show up out of nowhere. At the end of the match or close to the end of the match, Bailey gets the um kendo stick and before she can hit her, here come Nia Jack out there and attacking her. She went um she went no you got I mean, I guess kinda of the whole pay per view is no DQ, I mean. Except the submission. can't I guess you can't just do anything in a submissions match. Yeah, the only one that the, um, you can't get DQ'd is Ambrose and Miz, so everyone else yeah. should be a no DQ. So now you send well, up another the kendo field. stick. Now you're versus Bay. You can use the kendo stick after you retrieve it. So the the interference still should have to happen behind the ref's back. You shouldn't have license to just. Do whatever you can't, in a because it's a kendo stick on a pole match. It's not even a kendo stick match. Those are two different things. Kendo stick. Match I was thinking that once you on take the pole. the pole off, once you take it off the pole, now there is no disqualification. That's why I was saying after she get it. No, 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 no. The person be, that gets it can legally use that. It can't. You can't. For instance, you can't go get the pole or go get the kendo stick off the pole. Drop the kendo stick, go under the ring, and get a chair and use that. They're going to DQ you. Like, no, you got to use the damn kendo stick. And only you can use it until they go up to the other pole and get, get one. And then you both have it, and both it's legal for everybody and all that. And but you don't have to hit her. She can just come out there and make a swing the kendo stick at her or hit her with the kendo stick. And then when she focuses on getting Naya out the ring, He'll do what the he'll do. Sneak up from behind. DDT. One, two, three. Now Bailey got a problem with Naya. Now you so we've got. Two. Well, he's not on the main roster, but there are two WWE 
Axe using the DDT as a finisher. I mean, you know, you got Bobby Roode and uh, Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Yep. And kind of Mickey Mickey James. She just don't win, so you don't see her get the hit or jump in DDT. She's not on TV. (laughs) Too much. Right, right, right. right. And then when she is, yeah, she's taking that L. (laughs) And right now, to me, Bobby Roode, the number one heel in the whole WWE in my eyes, just after that match he had with Tommy and how they portray him, I know everybody loved the music and stuff like that, but how he come out there, he portray himself, he cut promos and his match style, number one here, followed by uh, Bliss, Neville. And it's so crazy how last year we were talking about Charlotte, AJ, and The Miz. Mm-hmm. And it's That's crazy right. how stuff. The big question, like who were the three, yeah, three, three top hills and how would you rate them or, you know, one to three? Now Charlotte. And so who are you saying? You're you're saying Rude, Bliss, and who is your third? Neville. Neville. Okay. And you probably could put Neville at. uh, You could put him at two, or one, since he's probably one of the longest reigning champions. I put Bliss up there because she won the championship in SmackDown and in um. And on Raw, and she has mm-hmm. took um, Charlotte Place as being one of the best talkers on the mic, most intriguing, since they got Charlotte as a face. And every time you put a face out there, um, Vince, make them seem whack or weak or dumbed down, unless you brought Lesnar or somebody like that or John Cena. I don't know why anybody would want to be a face in WWE when I guess you don't have veto power to veto stuff like man, this not going to work for me. <laughs> That's why I felt sorry for Alexa Bliss trying to hold that segment up by talking on the mic and trying to talk over the people when they start killing it. And you can look, tell the look on her face like, man, this is bombing. But I'm giving it everything that I can. You can got. look at the people. I was kind of paying attention to the to, to the extras or, the, you know, the other folks. Like in the background, which Alexa was talking either before or after they already had their lines Especially the woman, Tracy, the young woman. <laughs> Just like, eh, this isn't going so well. Like, what's going on? <laughs> that was that was crazy. So it's like, man, that's why I still want to know how stuff would look when when it's Triple H's turn to take over the mantle and you get done, um, done out of there and then. How everything gonna look? Will it look more like NXT? Who's done? Um, whatever. Um, uh, the guy who runs the cameras and everything. Oh, done. Oh, oh, right, right. We're Bucky, Bucky, Bucktooth, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, Cornette. Speaking of Cornette, kill Kevin Dunn. <laughs> yeah. So kill. I just want to see how stuff, see how stuff will morph to because. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard to stay hot when you got Vince giving you everything and coming up with these weird ideas. Yeah, 
And where the fuck heavy machinery been? I've only seen them that, like the one time. They should be coming back on NXT these next few weeks. I think pretty sure they should be coming up trying to be the next contenders. And you and people I also forgot you got another tag team coming up coming back that TM six um six one once um buddy get back from the knee injury. You got you got oh, him yeah. coming back. And um hopefully Oh wait uh Champa opens the show on crutches. Oh, Lucha Underground, come on too. Got to watch Lucha Underground. Yeah. Um, hopefully, um, though they go from Roddy to um and to um Drew Galloway. Roddy then Drew and let Drew and Rue lead whatever takeover show the night before SummerSlam. Not mad at that. Takeover Brooklyn Three. But that'll be hot And something about um, Drew Galloway music Starting to waver on me man I'm, I'm, I'm liking how the, the the bass drop When it uh, When it come in And it Just get you all out Nah nah, nah. You know whose music goes Mountain Dew Goes in And I didn't realize it till Last week at Takeover, and I had my sister had my uh, stereo surround sound on and my subwoofer, like so I had like the sounds pumping, and then and then Sanity came out to open the show. Yeah, fam, yeah. them I, I assume it's like some kind of double pedal thing, you know, that the metal heavy metal guys drummer guys have. Ridiculous, ridiculous. It's like yo, this song. Jams, so yeah. And what do you see them doing with them? I've heard it. Nothing. I mean, you know, they'll be a healed team, and you know, they'll pick pick someone to feud with for a few months, and you know, wash and rinse and repeat. Do you see them going to the main roster, and each one each one of you guys, if they told you guys, how would you introduce them, and what show? Would you introduce them on, and how would you get them over? What would each one of y'all do? They got to beat somebody up, man. They got to come in and beat somebody. Beat up Roman Reigns. There you go. You're over immediately. Uh, I don't see them coming up to the main roster. Yeah, I also don't think it's going to happen. Group individually. I mean, maybe eventually one of the bigger guys, like, you know, finally makes his way to the main roster. As a different character, but but uh, I don't see them. Uh, I don't see Sanity coming up as a group or Eric Young getting <laughs> getting a getting a singles push on SmackDown or anything. Okay, you Nikki, oh, Nikki oh, Cross, I can't forget Nikki star? Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. she can. She'll probably be the one to 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 go the furthest out of that group, at least in the short run, in the next two years. Okay. Well, that's about it for me, man. Um, I'm just 
two last things. Travis, how you feel like an um, secret empire? Oh, it's I know not. They said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> how you feel like a secret empire? I know they said it's going to end by August, so how you liking it so what? far? It's going to end by August? Yeah, it's going to end by August. What the what the fuck? So it's going to be a, a, a like a six issue run, not including yeah, zero, not like a seven issue run. Yeah, it's not a whole two year event. They say they're going to wrap it up by the end of August. The f- man, I'm in the middle of uh, issue three. I had to start the show. Uh, he was at the cat that the the science show. And the young kid <laughs> invented something that uh, helps keep the inhumans like some kind of inhuman tracker, or oh, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's an inhuman tracker. It's basically a meta, the thing they would wear on the Flash, the meta warning or whatever, an inhuman tracker, but it's solar powered. It's like so you could take it ca- camping. <laughs> Cap was like, good job. <laughs> Fuck that kid. Ain't no good job, Cap. Damn! No wonder they they introduced that uh they introduced the uh, that weird Steve Rogers at the end of issue two, and you're like, wow, that's a pretty early to be, or at least I said I thought like this is pretty early to introduce, you know, the hope spot as what I think I called it on Twitter. Like, oh, early hope spot. But no, the damn thing is not going. It's only going for the next three months. Oh, what the fuck? Like, I remember, yeah, just talk, I was talking to Bruce when it first started. And he's like, yeah, we were, like, going through, like, what could happen and what the turnout could be or, or, you know, what the, who could end it. And uh, my thing was they're doing, a lot of this is they're using this to put over, put over, uh, the young people, young people are getting a rub from all this, especially with. Uh, I haven't read it yet, but uh, uh, what's her name? Numbers one, issue one, with, with Natasha, where she got all the she got all the young bucks in the red ring and going to give them red room training. <laughs> so when their turn, when they, it's, her whole thing is, y'all know how to fight, y'all know how to analyze, y'all smart, y'all work as a team, but none of y'all got is willing to kill, and we, that needs to end. Like this is a different, uh, <laughs> this is a different world we live in, man. Like w- if we get our chance to take out to kill Steve Rogers, we're going to do that, and one of y'all is going to do that, and I can't have a bunch of pussies that's not willing to. You know, take a life, take especially you know one so dastardly and evil and whatever. Um, so yeah, she's got a squad that she's training up, and it's just all to get you know. So we come out of this; those kids have some momentum and some street cred coming out of this whole thing. But I didn't think it was going to be a summer event, though. The fuck! I thought this was going. That's disappointing. My bad, man. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I mean, I was going to find out probably eventually. <laughs> how how Rich let this fly under his radar. He didn't tell me. Oh, well. 
Yeah. You know they canceled the the crew. No, I didn't know that. Anybody? Yeah. So it's going to get its six issue run. Like they're going to wrap up the arc that they're the little mystery that they're doing now with the activist that got murdered. Uh, well, we assume. Well, he died. Did he die in police custody? So yeah, I think that's yeah. Um, so that's going to wrap up, but it got canceled. Like yeah, nah, when it ends, it ends. When that six issues is up, that's it. Like fuck. And I like it. I mean, I only read the first issue, but it was pretty decent. Hmm. And and last thing, fan by fan talk. Um, I'm waiting to see what um since the flash. Do y'all have any ideas on what show y'all gonna review? Am I love to hear you review Super and talk about the deadbeat dad of Goku? <laughs> Yeah, um, so we're going to do Preacher here uh, end of the month. That's coming. Um, Outside of that, we're talking about, uh, have you been watching American Gods at all, Darrell? Yes, I have. I think we're going to do a one-off of American Gods, like not like like the whole series, but just uh, kind of a one-off listing going there, because Trav and I, we, we, we sat down and talked. About that for about 15 minutes last night over a couple of Yeah, days. last night. <laughs> Shit, we should yeah. have a mic or just hit record on our phone. <laughs> oh, there you talked about that for a while. Um, and we'll probably have uh, somebody who's done uh preacher with us jump on that, uh, jump on American Gods with us for a um, But, yeah, I think I think for right now, that's, that's kind of uh, what we're looking at, the American Gods thing and comes up. Probably one right, because Preacher is essentially going to take us right into Flash. Yep, Preacher's going to go to summer. So, yeah. Because it's got 13 episodes this year. So, yeah. all, of June, right. all of July, all of August, all of September. And then mm-hmm. Flash probably starts first week of October or last week of September or something like that. So, it, Flash ends, we get a month off, do Preacher, and that takes us right into the new season of Flash. So, yeah, essentially we're only getting a month off. It's not like we're not we're going to have this big summer mm-hmm. break. Right back at it. Yeah. And once, do, once uh, uh, the Wizard of Oz show come back? No, that shit got canceled. That you was watching? Like, three, like two oh, weeks okay. ago. That shit was officially canceled. So, and it's probably, it costs too much that, you know, it's not like it's going to show up on anything else. It was too big of a show to... Oh, we'll pick it up, you know, Netflix or some shit. To the scale, I mean, like the, the yeah, that's NBC money. As soon as it came out of the gate with the, with the ratings, yeah, I mean, I kind of knew. I mean, you just hope. You just hope against hope that, and even you can tell when we're doing the uh, the recaps, like towards the end of the show, we're like, all right, maybe next year we can get like a four-episode mini, mini-series, like a, or, you know. Huh? <laughs> Already like, yeah, you know, this should probably not really come. That's what happens. Like, when you see them shows that's just so grand and look like they cost a lot of money, they got to be massive hits from the gate. They can't justify. I remember when uh, ABC had a stretch between 07 and 2010. Like, every year they canceled, like, a dope-ass show that I really liked. 
better off Ted. Well, at least uh, uh, Flash Forward got a full season. Um, the Submarine movie with Andre Browder uh, didn't. That was me and Shahid. Shit, that was the one show, like, like we, him and I watched and nobody else really did, and we would always talk about it every week. But, uh, and that explains it out. But that was a big, expensive-looking show. Submarines and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Big, big, you know, decent uh-huh. cast. You know, Andre Browder's no, no pushover. No, you know, he probably demands a certain paycheck. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And it wasn't a big old smash from the gate. I don't know how. It wasn't, but whatever. Stupid. Well, if they say that, if they say underground costs too much money, that's why it got canceled. Fuck out of here, man! We know why underground getting canceled. We talked. I swear, (laughs) we talked about it on air when Sinclair first bought. uh, When news broke broke that they bought Tribune like a month ago. Like, well, there goes underground on WGN, and that's exactly what they did yesterday. Oh, it doesn't fit our vision. Yeah, no shit. You fucking white supremacist, fucking power structure fucks. Fuck y'all, Sinclair. No, seriously, they're they're the worst. They criticize Fox News for not being like right wing enough and scummy enough. Like how do you get the how to the right of Fox News? Fox quote unquote news. Kidding. Fox just be doing that so they can have these old men touching on these young women and kind of funneling these young women from the head of Fox all the way to all how can we get a all right? How can we get a get a starter? Can we get a starter club where we're just groping women all day? It's like, well, what if we you know do it this way? What if it's a network? Can we employ them and promise them? Uh, you know, advancement and use that again. Yeah, it's the whole ploy. It wasn't even about news. It was just about getting bitches. Groping <laughs> these women. That's why I understand how Bill O'Reilly gets his um, pool, show pool and stuff, advertising when the head man in charge do the same thing. I'm just following his lead. I'm just doing what the boss do. Right. Why they ain't hit him with um what owner from the Clippers and make him sell the uh, Fox News? Well, Sterling, <laughs> Sterling ain't do nothing wrong. Sterling ain't not hire black players. He know he just had shit to say in his own fucking house and somebody recorded him saying. He, yep. uh, was, he just wouldn't let black people live. That was in the bullshit. Place. You know. Leave them to uh. Look at this reaction, bitch ass Pete Dunn getting man. Fuck this guy. Pete Dunn's so good. What are they all standing up for? Come on, Trav. You know he's good, man. Come on. Yeah, fuck (laughs) Pete Dunn, man. So good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You just thought Austin was coming through that fucking uh, through that stage. They got it. They picked the perfect shot to show everybody standing up when this music hit. But fuck this guy, man. Scumbag. Look at my sneer. I'm so angsty and, you know, 
miserable and like, look at my Johnny Rotten fucking sneer. Fuck you. Cornball. <laughs> well, I'm out, you guys. Thank y'all for letting me have a little time, man. Y'all have right, a great man. show. All right, man, we talk. I'll be late. Yeah. Fucking Pete Dunn. The, the legend. Some people you just don't like. <laughs> and it goes beyond <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> That's what he's trying to cultivate, and it works for you, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I don't like him because, ooh, what a dastardly heel. Tyler Bate was a fine young man, uh, you know, fine technical scientific wrestler. Mm-hmm. Here, this guy comes with a stupid sneer and his nice mouthpiece. Huh? Said nineteen years old and big as shit. Oh, Tyler Bate, one seventy-five. Each of them legs is seventy-five pounds. That boy, a monster. <laughs> Like he, got, if he can stay healthy, like, like he has a different kind of strength. Like to be that size, he's gonna throw people around, man. Because I mean, he could get bigger. He's nineteen and one seventy-five. He can legit fill out to over two hundred. You know, monster. <laughs> you got any thoughts on uh, Kathy Griffin? Hey, man. You can, it's, it's all jokes till it's not jokes. You got to be careful what you say about people, man. She ain't say nothing. Well, yeah, maybe she should have. Words might have helped that. She, she was doing a bit much, man. Like, hey, you know, much as I don't like the guy, like, I'm not, you know, I didn't cut off heads. <coughs> yeah, but, you know. Whatever. And it's not he, like we he, live in some country with this his like, long history of, like, cutting off fucking heads. Yeah. When you work for a news organization, you, you, I mean, you got to know who you work for. You got to know who you're for. Oh, right. I mean, she works for him once a fucking year. So, I mean, I thought that's a little disingenuous. Oh, so you didn't fire Kathy Griffin? Like, what the fuck? They, they, they bullshit they, thing every year? Yeah. Okay. Have a show or a fucking a reoccurring segment on a show. What you think about uh, what you think about LeBron? Uh, yeah, that's fucked up. He's, I you mean, know, like you, he's you wonder how uh, like he's open to say things that he wouldn't have said ten years ago. Um, and it's uh, it's it's refreshing. You talking about the, the 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 the, uh, the the graffiti, the break in or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, so, so, I mean, his response to it was really cool. Like, you know, like, it, okay, he said flat out, like, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it's always going to be hard to be black in this country. And I was like, thank you. Because you did not have to say it, but you said it. And, you know, it's right before the finals when the most attention on him in the world mm-hmm. is there. And, right, and he's like, already and LeBron, that, right? Yeah, I mean, they said he's, he's the second most popular athlete in the world. So, 
you know, I gave him uh, uh, who is he behind? Wait, wait, uh, is it a soccer player or something? Yeah, Ronaldo. Or no, okay, yeah, I figure. That's fair. But that's ridiculous. It's that he's not number four or five behind, you know, two two or three or four other uh, soccer players, yeah, considering, you know, soccer dominates 75% of the globe. See how football is so American? Tom Brady was, like, number 21 on that list. Yeah. And was he the first football player? Yes. Wow. So there's probably tennis players and signed rugby players that might have been before him. The greatest football player to, to ever live, probably. Um, yes, yeah, isn't even a top 20 famous person in the, wor- in the world right now, <laughs> today, after he did, like, the greatest thing ever in sports. Yeah, so how that works. That's cool. Uh... Frederick, uh, born and raised in, in that area, but I'm living in Southern California now. Oh, word. How's it going? What's going on? Wait, what'd you say your name um, was? I missed it. Fred, Frederick, Fred, or Frederick. Frederick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's happening, Fred? Yeah, no, it's it's cool to finally be on, uh, you know, on this one. I think I called in maybe once or twice on the other ones, uh, the PW Torch podcast, but it's cool to be off work on a Wednesday, you know, and, and get a chance to tune in. Um, I think I plugged in kind of. Do you late, listen so to I the show otherwise, guys. not live? I do from time to time, but not as regularly as I should, though. Oh, cool. Good right, stuff. Yeah. Get yourself a. Like uh, is that sale going on? Why don't you get yourself a torch subscription? Yeah, I know. I need to hop on it. It reminds yeah, me. Yeah, it's like 90% off. Uh, he could have got you, you know, got a. Great deal. Hopefully, it's still going on. I, I can't promise that because I, I I don't know. But it was a <laughs> sale going on last week. Yeah, it kind of reminds me when they anyway, asked, yeah. uh, when they asked uh, Obama how regularly he went to church, you know, and he's like, "Oh, I go regularly, just in spurts, you know." <laughs> from time to time, I go like, regularly, just in what? Uh, when he, he goes uh, in spurts, I go regularly in spurts. Spurts, okay. Yeah. I mean, anyways, uh, anyways, yeah. The t- did you guys already talk about the Titus brand and uh, and Apollo Cruz? No, no, so, no. So, go ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah. I just I, I want you guys' opinion of that because you know, from my perspective, you don't really get to see a lot of you know black characters. I think getting a you know getting a decent opportunity to to like bind themselves. So I kind of like what our troop is doing. I think a lot of the 
you know, a lot of it's overbearing a little bit, you know, um, but that's just the way Vincent Man does things. But at least that's well, wait, a different. Well, wait, R-Truth you know, or Titus? Oh well, oh, well, I guess I'm getting the Titus, okay. but I'm just throwing that out as an aside. Like, you know, it's kind of cool. Like, okay, okay, you know, okay. some of the black characters, yeah, are getting, like, yeah. some creative space. So, so with the uh, the whole um, Apollo Crews and, 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 and Titus thing, it seems like, you know, uh, Titus is committed to it. I actually like where Titus is going. You know, he hasn't polished it up all the way, you know, but it seems like there's new life in this this kind of manager, uh, you know, character or whatever. But if you look at it closely, like when he's right next to Apollo Cruz, it just seems like Apollo just, he's not like fully committed to it yet. You know, you could tell he's just like second guessing himself. And it just, to me, it kind of just takes away from just, you know, just being able to get into it. But anyways, I wanted you guys to think how well, you – But that's the, what direction but that's the idea, though. That's the, the whole point is that, that Apollo's not sold on the Titus brand, and he's kind of feeling his way around this whole thing. And show, as Titus is showing like, – like I kind of thought, is, is Apollo maybe going – is this his, you know, heel thing? Is this what they do to give him some personality? And he goes heel. But then he goes and, you know, he's – Acknowledging or kind of mocking, teasing, what's his face, Titus, for having to win with the tights. So it's like, well, if he's going to heal, it's he's not going to be. You know, I, it was a little like, oh, all right. Well, so I think it's more to get Apollo over than Titus. I mean, I don't think they, they're particularly interested at all in getting in Titus, or not interested, but if they they're not. At all, banking on Titus being a, a future. Yeah. Like we, he, he would have gotten a push two years ago, three years ago after the dish rag uh, promo uh, announcement thing, or after you know numerous times where we thought, oh, is this Titus getting a, you know, and then nothing happens. So this is for this is for Apollo. This is to give him some personality and and something to do on TV. That's not just take generic, have generic matches and generic wins and losses. Uh, I think, yeah, um, I think, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Fred. Oh, no, I was just saying, no, I completely, uh, I completely agree with you. Uh, uh, it's just uh, when he's, like, supposed to be confused, you can tell, like, just for a split second, he kind of breaks into, like, a smile, you know, because he doesn't really, like, you can tell it's a little uncomfortable. And I know what you're saying, he's supposed to be uncomfortable, but, man, if there's a way he could uh, – if there's a way he could convey that, I guess, without it just seem, well, seeming like he's trying too hard, you know, or like he's just – he just hasn't really understood the role yet, you know, uh, it it would make me buy into it more. It would make it more believable for me. But it's just – you know what I'm saying? It's like he's auditioning for the role. I think it's – here's he this older guy that's yeah. – Possibly, potentially using this younger guy as, yeah. you know, for whatever to, to stay relevant, to get some TV time, to get wins, uh, to bolster his his brand, whatever. And the young guy sees through it. At least is weary. Like, does this guy have my best interest out for me? I'm not sure. And it works for why it works is it makes. Apollo, even if Apollo eventually turns heel and, like, if that's the plan and, like, starts cheating and doing whatever and it becomes kind of a scummy character, at least they gave us, like, three, six, eight weeks of, like, 
of journey, a change of reason, even if he goes to the dark side, per se. Uh-oh, Velveteen Dream. I need to hear this promo. Uh-oh, shut up, girl. Velveteen got to talk. <laughs> the ambiance is not, it's not right. Who he was and didn't show up on the roster like who's this 
smiling guy that can jump high and uh, powerbomb people? Yeah. All right, all right. And, yeah, the second thing is just about uh, Sasha Banks. Um, Do you think, like, it's – do you think it's another aspect of her character that she needs to, like, show to get back to, like, that main event level she was with at one time with Charlotte? Or is it just, you know, it's like a cycle? So it's it's time for her to just be rotated towards doing some like lower lower card uh, feuds, if you will, or help to, you know, or help to get over that new. I'd say I'd say both, but but Cam, go ahead. You can start us out. Yeah, I agree with you. I think um, like as good as she is and as good as uh, in the matches that she's had, to me, her personality still lacks. Like when she like you talk about uh, the was talking about with proving ground about Apollo Crews like talking. Like, I, Sasha Banks still sounds very robotic when she's on the mic to me. Like, she's trying to project out somebody having, like, a, a badass attitude and being I, in charge of I think head. a lot of that, Cam, though, is because she's got to read, she's remembering lines. Yeah. Because her promos yeah. were better in NXT. I, rem, I distinctly remember that. Not that she wasn't remembering lines in NXT, but I think it was a lot less. Obviously, I mean, I think that's everybody knows. A lot less tightly scripted and word for word, you got to say this. And overall, it's word for word, you got to say this in this way. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that natural it's charisma and natural kind of just cutting the promo, what will come through gets lost in, well, okay, I can't lose my place. I got to keep my cadence. I got to remember these lines. So you lose something when it's when you're not a trained, you know, you know, trained actor. And even in act, I think just wrestling is just works better as an improv because sports is an improv. Yep. And we talk about it. <laughs> Matter of fact, the guys that come across as too tightly scripted get labeled as, uh, you know, company men. You know, you're Donovan McNabb's or you're even LeBron It's in some cases. Yep. And so we yeah. talked about it before you got on. Um, you know, it's kind of a thing where what does she really have to do on the main roster right now? Are you going to have her with Bailey? Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of it, too, is really occupying time and being, you know, a part of something. And plus, it gives 205 Live a shot in the arm of somebody with some star power, um, you know, interacting and competing, you know, with their talent. So it's, it's a number of things, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah, real but quick, it is a matter of rotation that she's got so much TV time for the last year. Yeah. She was in a lot of important and, in some cases, main event segments and matches. So, you know, Charlotte's on another show. Bailey's, you know, in the mix, and she's doing something else. It's just like one of those things. Like, well, if if she was still number one or number two on that show and was getting all the TV time, then people would have the right to be like, like, can y'all shake it up or come on. Yeah, real quick. Uh, I'm a, I'm a huge LeBron James fan, so so maybe I'm missing it. I don't really get the uh, perspective that a lot of people view of you say is going following the script a little too tightly. So he's a company man. Is that is that a perspective? Um, I'm I think he's got that. Up? No, I, I don't. I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just my perception. But I've gotten uh, maybe it's just not lately in his career. He's felt more cold. Wow. But I think, um, you know, if, if, you know, and he's, um, you know, he's my age, my age, like graduated high school the same year. So 
have kind of, you know, we all get older at the same time, but I've really gotten older. She's gotten older. So you see world perspective change, and, you know, him being 32 now and being, you know, financially set and his legacy really not questioned anymore, I think you see him as, as more of a free person and able to speak his mind a bit more. Um, but, I mean, the criticism of him, to me personally, has always been, you know, he's somebody who's completely in control of his destiny, and it makes everybody uncomfortable. And yeah. they don't know how to verbalize that. And so I think it does endear him a bit more now that it seems like he's speaking out over things. But as I always tell people, outside of specifically the decision, pretty much everything that he's done um, is something anybody his age or in his situation would have done because he's done about business. Like, you can't fault, like, people criticize him for being, quote, unquote, his team's GM, where any job that you work if you got to control who worked there, you would. You know what I mean? Like, really? Yeah. You're criticizing someone for something that you would do in a heartbeat. It's like the it's like the John Cena Rock thing. Oh, you left us. Blah blah blah. Like, I I wouldn't leave if I had those opportunities. You ain't getting those opportunities. You can't say what you would do. And with the moment you got half an opportunity. Pew. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck out of here. So yeah, it's just people that are able to control their own destiny. Other folks that are completely under the, under the, and I don't want to say thumb that's too strong, but ever you know, aren't in control of their own destiny. You know. They they tend to have issues with those that uh, completely are. Whether they're rich and famous and well set or just in that mindset, like just uh yeah, but you people that are just free do what they want. Like in derisive terms though, right? That's how okay. I meant it, yeah. Okay, 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 gotcha. Okay. Right. And I, maybe I should have just stuck with McNabb because I know have per, you know, he's my quarterback for, you know, uh, 12 damn years or whatever it was. Um, so that that was it for sure. Should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Of Andy of Reed. Uh, it was just an extension of Andy Reid and all that stuff. Oh, shit, Ember's got her arm out the sling. Appreciate it, fellas. Hey, All right, Fred, man, don't be a stranger. For sure, for sure. If I, yeah, you're once I'm off on again, I'm definitely going to call live, and then uh, I'll be listening back. Hit us on Twitter, hit us with an email, whatever, you, you know, to stay, uh, to stay, uh, you know, to have your voice on the show. For sure, appreciate it. All right, take care. Thanks, now. man. Have a good one. Fred from... SoCal, by way of Texas. He's from Dallas and now from Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go ahead and uh, to give give another uh, give another strong plug uh, for the merch camp. Everybody know where they can get it, how they can yeah. get it. Yeah, T-Public.com, dot com, and just search uh, Seahawks. 
C-E-E-H-A-W-K. Um, you can find all our different uh, East Coast casts and uh, South Congress podcast designs. Um, I think our three newest designs are on sale right now for 30% off. So you can get uh, a number of different T-shirts for, uh, for $14 right now. We've got uh, stickers, cell phone cases, posters, uh, so a lot of different things, um, you know, all kinds of different themes, wrestling, uh, pop culture, comics. So you'll see just a bunch of different designs and shirts. Um, and, yeah, we, um, like as, these show go, as, these, as these shows go on, as we get more and more uh, material, more, shows, more sh- shirts will pop up. Uh, you'll probably see something new every week until I get bored of the whole thing. And then we'll start to uh, go grab that maybe Cole Go grab the one. I said, make sure you go grab that confetti shirt. Yes, yes, gotta gotta make that happen. But yeah, um, yeah, cpublic.com, um, slash users slash or just go right straight to a Seahawk and search, and yeah, to all our uh, all our different designs and merch. Awesome. So while I'm thinking about it. I'm going to email you the uh the logos the building oh, yeah, one yeah, yeah. yeah and this yeah. other one 3 and 4 but if you can do something with those Oh and the I'll send that one too yeah yeah, NWO East Coast Cash Joint. Yes. I forget. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I don't know. If, does Sting make that or? PNG, but Sting or Danny. We'll make that work. We'll make some shape. Yeah, we've had a rotation of some dope ass graphic designers in six, seven years. <laughs> From mm-hmm. Danny Cooper, Sting, and Chuck. And I think we've had yeah. one more. The guy that did the buildings one kind of was a. I don't want to say fly-by-night fan because he could still be listening and never stopped, but he yeah. stopped communicating. I don't, I don't know. Who he, I don't remember who he was. Was it Muhammad? Uh, Muhammad from Kuwait, wasn't Didn't have a hand like that. He wasn't drawing. Uh, but whoever it was, yeah. Man, we've had, uh, yeah, a nice, uh, nice core of some talented artists. A lot of good friends with the program. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's go out west, and uh, we're going Brian from Phoenix, twenty-six year Pro Wrestling Torch VIP and newsletter subscriber. Uh, hey Brian, wow. when you uh. When in '99, when the website came on, well, I guess the VIP didn't come on till '03. So in '03, did you immediately get a online subscription as well, or did you stay paper strictly paper only for? And it wasn't until like '07, and you finally was like, "All right, let me get on the website too." Hey, first of all, Trav, good evening to you and uh, Cam, and I hope you both have a real good night. Thanks a lot for bringing me on, too. I appreciate it. Hey, happy yeah, belated birthday thanks. to you, too, as well. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, Cam. I appreciate that. And thanks, Trav. And um, happy belated birthday to you, Trav, as well. Appreciate that. It's quite all right. 
So, you know, honestly, I can't remember back. I'm going to say that I was pretty uh, pretty good on, on the web by then. You know, if you, if you say 03, then I would say I would have probably signed the Well, that's when the, v, the, the VIP site launched. There was a site in 99, so for three or four years it was just a oh, regular shit. old free site everybody went to. Then he created VIP section uh, in 03 with the message board and the VIP exclusive articles and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, yeah, you know the um, the the, um, the the forum part. Like I ne- I hardly ever I, I went on it a little bit, but I took the website. I pretty much would have signed up right away. I can't remember when I dropped the uh, the print subscription or like the newsletter, because you know I have them. Yeah. You know I would get them and I would read them, of course, religiously. That in the, in the observer. But once you know I had like yeah. all this paper flying around my house, and I said, well, you know, and I, I'll do the website so much more. But just stop getting the uh, print newsletter. But I would think I would have signed up right away. Okay. Yeah, just uh, just interesting, and in, yeah, how that how that works for someone that's yeah twenty six years straight, right? Like there was never any gap. Never any gap. So like when I went to uh, when I first went to the military in ninety one, uh, I've been a, a prescriber for only maybe a couple months. I just had I had, I uh, had my mom hold on to all of them. And then when I first got out of basic training, she mailed them to me. When I went to Kuwait in 98, um, mm-hmm. I had my mom say anything, hold on to them. I think I might have Wade hold on to, like, some of them for, like, a month or so when I got when I got deployed in okay. 99. But for it's been, you know, never a lot elapsed. And uh, really quick, again, uh, to keep on with <laughs> So, this. wait, so you don't, you don't buy a subscription, like, $1.49? <laughs> He grandfathered into the nineteen ninety price. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's a sore point, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back really quick. Um, so I mentioned this before. Okay, maybe I... that. Um, yeah. It is a sore point. Uh, I'm, I mentioned back uh, a while ago that I um, heard about the. the well, actually, I've heard about the observer and the, and, the, and the torch. I've heard it for like a year and a half before I actually sub- uh, subscribed. And that was when I was living in Detroit. And you know this uh, guy yeah. had a newspaper article, and every once, you know, every week, every week on Fridays, he had like a wrestling column. And so he would say, you know, according to Wade Keller, according to Dave Meltzer, blah 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 blah. And I'm thinking about how does this guy know? All, how do these guys know all this stuff going on? And so finally, the guy in the newspaper he said, okay, well, you know, some of you guys have been asking about it. Here's some names and addresses on how to get information, because you know, 91, what, right. you know, internet, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> So I subscribed to the Observer and uh, Taurus on, on the same day, on the same week, basically. And I did both of them okay. for, like, the first 10 years. And, uh, let's see, 91. Yeah, let's say 10 years, and then I was, I was short on money. And I had to pick one or the other, so I just I stuck with the Taurus, and I dropped the Observer. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking in the late 90s when I had – I was into my T-shirt. Well, I would never really stop being a T-shirt guy, but I was into my uh, – uh, Products T-shirts like I was the guy in the in the uh, uh, 1997 Cereal and stuff. A Tony the Tiger shirt and K- yeah with Lucky Charms Mr. Bubble Cheerios Hershey yo I was like oh y'all want to wear labels that's what we doing okay yeah I sure got to be a walking billboard you know um, but I had to I went and literally went to the supermarket with a pen and pad and just walked up th- down the aisles and got the, looked on the boxes and got addresses and shit. Today, you just go to Hershey.com or whoever, send me a shirt, or go to their catalog, their merch section. Uh, but back then, yeah, 
Can y'all send me a catalog? <laughs> but yeah. Alright, yeah, that's uh I was interested in uh two damn almost three damn decades. How do you um yeah, how you how you switched with the technology. So that's good to know. Cool. Yeah, uh, and lastly, about the subscription price. This, this happened maybe about a year ago where Wade sent me an email saying, hey, you know, glad, blah, 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 blah. You know, you've been on this, you've been grandfathered, however, because of production <laughs> costs. <laughs> you know, so he, uh, he tweaked my uh, subscription rate a little bit. Okay. I mean, <laughs> he had 26 years of grandfathered. Uh, could you, I mean, expect, like, hey, forever it's going to be. This price, you know how that rent works in like those rent control places that you know you you, you work you live in that apartment or somebody you knew lived in that apartment for like you know fifty years. Right. They still got that, that yeah. great rate on rent. Yeah, come on, man! Like this ain't nineteen fucking seventy two. Shit. Yeah, yeah. How many how many movies start off with uh or or. or Story start off with somebody trying to stay in a rent controlled apartment. Yeah. Hiding grandma's body or whatever <laughs> the gimmick might be. The uh, gimmick. Uh, hey, so uh, I'll get a, a couple wrestling and a couple mainstream topics. Uh, first, wrestling okay. one. And um, so the Singh brothers, by the way, I you know, uh, the Singh brothers, I know how they've been, they pretty much phased out the whole Bollywood Boys thing. I'm wondering just, you know, not, you know, to keep that in, like, to, to hold on to that when they eventually, or they ever do decide to go face, they can transition back to that and not, like, give the stink of a, of a name, Bollywood Boys, to, like, a heel group. But um, I, I just think it's the greatest, I mean, not the greatest, but I really like how they always wear, like, matching shirts, and they're always solid color matching shirts. I like that. And they yeah. don't even do, like, magic. They're just wearing the same colored shirt. Yeah, that's it. They're nice shirts. They're quality outfits. That, you know, pants and shirts that these guys are out there in. You know. Oh yeah. I like it. Got that. Cool. Yeah. So, so to go to something more, ahead, a couple of mainstream, yeah, a couple of mainstream topics. So I found this out from Cam. Um, I seem to get, I seem to get a, a good chunk of news from Cam. Is that about Tiger Woods? I'm not sure if you <laughs> talked about Tiger Woods on the program this morning already. No. Well, so it, it basically came. It, well, it came out that he was uh, his. He had prescription drugs that got mixed up, and that, and he wasn't he wasn't drunk driving. I think that the police actually signed off on that. That he blew a zero point zero. Right? Wasn't he pulled over, or or wasn't he? He they found him stopped, parked, right. asleep. Too much prescription drugs. Yeah. Like, isn't that like? Better than being in a ditch sleep? Like, what the fuck? Like, why do you get arrested for that? I mean, okay, okay, I get why. But if they find you in a car asleep, like, hammered or, or, or intoxicated. Uh, so I guess that's not going to, once that comes out, like, oh, no, he was pulled over and he just went to sleep. Like, was he in the back seat asleep? <laughs> or was he at the wheel slumped the fuck over asleep? I guess that's different. That's, you know. Car was the car running? You know that's signs of yeah. This guy was just, but it's one thing to just be like, "Whew, I feel like you know I'm getting sick or I'm feeling high and I didn't do anything to get high. Maybe I need to pull over and get in the back seat." That's 
totally responsible. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, if it's, again, no, he was in the front seat, in the front seat at the wheel, car running, just slumped over the fucking center console or over his damn steering wheel, and that's how they found him. Well, that's probably a little different. Thank goodness he was able to physically pull over, but it, he yeah. probably didn't do it with a lot of under a lot of control <laughs> if he ended up just right after he put the thing in park, conking right out. <clears throat> so, and I don't know the details of note and whether which part, uh, which of those stories is true or or which <laughs> spectrum, you know, where is it, you know, because that makes a difference. And that's why he looked yeah. so over it in his mugshot. <laughs> that was the most over it looking picture. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then the big other big story story that comes out of the talking point comes out of that is on his damn arrest sheet. That shit say race black, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. what happened? I thought you was Capricolation. Like, what the fuck? Why they put Capricolation, mixed race, bi, Asian mom, something? No, you fucking black. Just like we told you in '97, motherfucker. No. <laughs> just like Fuzzy fucking, just like Fuzzy Zeller said. You eat some fucking fried chicken and some collard greens like they do. He didn't say wonton soup or fucking egg rolls or none of that shit. He went right to the stereotypical black shit. You know what he was doing. Too soon, Kraft. Too soon. <laughs> they called him Fuzzy Bad Feet in the in the in the in the Puffy video. <laughs> Fuzzy Bad Feet. They made that song today. They'd have called him all kinds of names. Fuzzy Bad Feet. Damn, they went easy on that guy. It'd be like fuzzy, fuzzy Nazi pinky toe, <laughs> Something, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. What kind of name is Fuzzy though? That's his real name, know. like F O E Z Z. You know, like some Aryan German bullshit. No offense to any of my listeners of like German descent. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I can't remember what year that happened, real, but uh, they pulled his mer- they pulled Fuzzy's uh, merch pretty quick after that happened. Remember he was like, hey, like a like a golf club line, and they canceled that stuff pretty quick yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't say that even in '97. <laughs> Tiger Wood, the number one guy, is about to make them the most money over the next ten years. Come on, like you fucking up the fucking up the money train, Fuzzy, because you racist and mad. So, so speaking about taking away um, endorsements, uh, did you guys talk about uh, Kathy Griffin at all today? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. My boy, okay. So I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. Um, uh, speaking of going back to Tiger for one really quick second, I'm going to butcher this quote that I heard, but it's about um, so it's a lie can make its way around the world before the truth ever had a chance to put its boots on. So, if you take it where, you know, the first blast goes out, Tiger was uh, Tiger was arrested for uh, drunk driving, or arrested for DUI, I'm sorry, arrested for DUI, but it yeah. turns out that it was not like he was drinking, it was because of uh, a bad prescription mix-up, so 
I heard that quote, and, I, and if you think about it, it actually kind of makes sense. And, you know, the, the, the retraction, if there ever was one, would be like yeah, a Yeah, it's the same thing about actual... It's the same thing about actual, like, like Jason, like Jason Bent said in the Facebook group, where he was kind of relating it to, to the X Pac thing, which he admitted wasn't on the same level. But the example, like, you can get the analogy, like somebody he knew was accused of fucking, like, having child porn or something, or uh, I don't know. And it came out that it was a total fabrication. Somebody was being some kind of, you know, like it was very easy to prove that this was false, wrong person, or somebody set him up, whatever the case was. And the retraction that the paper ran, this local paper, that he had to quit his job coaching or whatever. Big headline story when it happened. Coach, you know, Baker, fucking pedo. But the retraction was on, like, A23. Like 23 pages yeah. in, in, like, a two-inch fucking uh, uh, column, you know, oh, Coach Baker was didn't do that stuff. We, uh... We jumped to conclusions and had our facts wrong. Sorry. Hey, gentlemen. So I'll uh, get back to two wrestling topics. I'll let you go and have some other callers come on. Trap, I will be able to send yeah. an email to the exclusive East Coast, exclusive East Coast cast after show. What time do you and um, Rich approximately start it? Uh, usually like 11 Eastern, like 10 my time. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll uh, definitely make sure I send one before that. So the, my two wrestling topics okay. I'd like you and Cam Trap to talk about is, first of all, I'm not sure if you talk about the Enzo attack uh, already on the on the show. Mm-mm, go ahead. Okay, so with Enzo, I'm going to see about what, who do you think that can be, or who, which, which pair of people do you think could be doing it? I'm really hoping it's not cast because it's too way too soon to break those two up. The other question I have about is about uh, Baron Corbin. So he's been taking you know a lot of L's within the last couple of months. You know, Cena beat him, uh, Randy beat him, AJ beat him. So he's had to take a lot of L's lately. I want to see. Uh, I know when I first called on or listened to it, uh, uh, Trav, you I know you're talking about how um, he should him and uh, Nia. They both need about another year of seasoning. I agree with you on both of those two. But do you think that uh, Baron, you know, he, I mean, he's so young in his career. Can he, um, what's with him getting all these L's? So I listened to you talk about both Enzo and Baron, and hope you both have a real good night. Thanks a lot, as always. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, cool, man. Appreciate that, yeah. Um, Baron, I, I think it's, I think his, his losses are strategic enough. Like, he's losing to it's not the AJ situation from last night. He's not losing to guys that are clearly he should be positioned to beat because he's not up at that level yet. So he's losing to guys that you go, oh, okay, well, it's not the worst it's the worst thing in the world to lose to John Cena or AJ Styles or even Sami Zayn, especially when you get to beat him up and put him in the damn stretcher afterwards. Uh, you know, that's what people are going to remember. Um, yeah, and as far as uh, I, I can't, I, you know, I I don't want it to be cast either, but seems like that's where they're going. Like just the psychology of how they do things, and they usually have the guy making all the accusations. You know, turn out to be the one that was really the you know the the, the, the jackass scumbag the whole time. 
And the fact that, you know, Enzo or Cash said it's got to be uh, the revival. They're, they were here, They you know. Even though everything pointed to to the revival, it makes sense that it's a revival. They come back, you start the feud. Uh, now, you know, but yeah, to go to, to break them up because what are they, we supposed to have cast a cast Benzo match like at SummerSlam or something? Like, who's going to want to see that? Yeah. So I hope it's just just do the revival and just let it be that. Yeah, well. just let it be the revival and you feed them when they come when they come back when they're official when they're cleared. So yeah, any uh, expansion on? This? Did you talk about the Corbin? About Corbin? Corbin, my man. I, I, I agree. Like he's, uh, you know, he's on the come up, and um, like him taking these losses has been bad because I think even though he's still in the in infant stages of it, he does a pretty good job getting his heat back after a loss. And like I, I just think if he when he figures it out, like he's so good with everything that goes around the wrestling. When he gets really good at the wrestling, he's going to be good. Again, the thing I noticed about him was. I think now they made a concerted effort to keep the shirt on him until his physique gets where they want it to be, I think. And, again, this is a guy who was offensive lineman, still adjusting to a slimmer body. Um, but, yeah, I think that's the thing I've noticed most about him. Which Even if it would literally take cosmetic surgery to get rid of some of that yeah. skin. like It's like, well, when you go from, like, 380 pounds to, you know, 260 <laughs> I'm making, I'm guessing weight, but you know, you lose a hundred pounds. Yeah, that ain't fat under there. That's fit, but that skin got to go somewhere, and that shit going to jiggle around. So even if it's yeah. like, hey, if like say he got it two months ago and it's still like just not yeah. like HDTV ready or something or whatever. Uh, real quick, I just saw on Twitter, Ring of Honor tweeted out poster for Best in the World. At Best in the World, the American Nightmare gets his wish and will face Christopher Daniels for the ROH title. So, Cody versus Daniels for the ROH title. My question is, what the fuck is Christopher Daniels wearing? Like, why does he look like an SS uh, soldier without the hat? Like, I can only see... His shoulders, but it looks, it's gray, and it just looks, like, why is he wearing any kind of faux military outfit? What's his gimmick? Like, I don't, what the hell have I been missing? What are you watching? For me? What? Yeah, what's that? Nah, I'm just going watch something. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Right. Uh, what I assume going to be the last call here. Looks like uh, it's... Um, uh, Mark in Ontario. Unless 219 in the next 
few minutes wants to put put their hand up or whoever that is, Skype or International. Uh, but at this juncture, it looks like Mark will be last call here. So, uh, yeah, Mark, what's going on? Hey, Travis. Hey, Cam. How you guys doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Cool. Thanks for taking my call. So I've got a theory on the Enzo deal. So okay. I think there's I think there's a WWE Scooby Doo movie coming out shortly, and that's what's going to be the part of this, the deal. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Well, Surf's <laughs> Up Two just dropped, so there you go. Yeah, I don't know where they're going with that whole thing. But uh, I don't. Did you guys talk about um, uh, Sasha as yet? Yeah, we got. We actually had a few callers ask about Sasha. Okay. What is, Mark, what do you think about her being associated with the, um, you know, with Two Hundred Five Live? We kind of, I think we talked about it. Um, Travis's big thing was, you know, you were you were on top for this long, and so you know, you kind of a rotation. You kind of have to wait your turn. And my thing was, it kind of lends some star power to Two Hundred Five Live having her attached. What, what do you think about? Um. I'm not really sure that she's going to help 205 Live, if I'm honest. Um, you know, because she's been taking a lot of L's, right? And yeah. her feuding with Alicia is not, you know, setting the world on fire, in my eye, at least. But maybe that's what they're trying. Uh, I'm just curious. I was curious if, you know, she's got some heat at the office or in, in the back, if she's done something, right? Or, yeah. you know. She's she's injury prone. I'm not interested anymore, or or what? So. And Mark, you know, I was kind of wondering that, like, not necessarily she's getting demoted because she's injury prone, but we need you to prove not that it's something that can be proven, but that you can make it X amount of time without getting hurt. Like we mm-hmm. need to know that we can bank on you to not fall apart when we need you. So it yeah. could kind of be a, a trial by fire she's going through right now. Yeah, and those were some pretty ridiculous bumps that she was taking with uh, Charlotte. Um, oh yeah, in that feud, and like that was that was my ugh. biggest criticism at the time. Like I felt like because they were thrust into that main event role, they really felt like they had to do these extra things to prove that they belonged when the matches were already really good and the feud was good. Exactly. Um, I mean, remember the fear, the legit fear headed into that Hell in the Cell match. Like, what are they going to try to do in here? That's mm-hmm. Remember, we're, we're going to do something that's never been done, and then, like, afterwards, we get note flair, like, Charlotte wanted to do a damn moonsault off the top of the fucking yeah. cell. Like, what these yeah. bitches are wrong with these motherfuckers, man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had to save them from themselves. Shit. Yeah, it'll be an interesting wait-and-see thing, I think. Um so I've got two other questions, if that's all right. Um, okay. So, uh, so uh, Jason from Australia asked Wade on Monday about, uh, you know, re-signing Brock. And uh, Travis, you wrote the article, uh, you know, a while back. I don't know if you've listened to the live cast or not. But, you know, if Brock was used uh, in a way to put people over and had a better – uh, style in that he's got more than one German suplex. Uh, 
you know, would you re-sign him? And do you think that he'd be effective in putting other people over? Or do you think he's uh, I don't, lost cause is probably a strong word, but what are your thoughts there for both you and uh, Cam? Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty much still in where I was, you know, back in November, December when I wrote that article about re-signing him. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking, you know, you do not – I don't think he's worth another, you know, two, three, four million dollars, whatever it would take to get him to do – Another, you know, four to six matches. Hmm. It's just not, you know, in a in a year, in in a two year stretch. I don't, uh, you know, it's just not a. It's, it's yeah. Uh, I mean, I, obviously he has value, but I just don't. Uh, I just don't think he's sacrificing, and, and you keep. Uh, and you keep everybody else, uh, you know, kind of on this in this weird uh, in this weird space because he's the guy, he's the champion. And meme today with this old woman looking really distraught, and it said, uh, and it was trying to remember when the last time you saw the Universal Champion. And it was the old lady saying, oh, it's been 84 years. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's like, come on, man. This is, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not, it just seems less ridiculous now than in 2014, that run. Because, uh, you know, they have some, I think they just have more going for them now. Back then they had like, you know. Brian, like that was it. <laughs> you know, it wasn't the IC title wasn't shit. You know, it just they didn't have a lot of things in place. You know, Shield was broken up, and Brock Lesnar that was like the entire WWE in mm. 2014, and not much else got any attention paid to it. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason I ask is you know, oh yeah, Cam, yeah, please. Oh, no, and my thing is, like, I, I don't want to really answer that question until his post title defense, because I think that goes a long way in determining what his value really is. Um, like, me personally, like, if it's one, it ain't my money. Uh, two, I'm really tight with my money, so I'd like, you know, my roster would be like 50% of what it is, and we run half as many shows and all kinds of stuff. But um, <laughs> like, as far as him as a singular talent, like, I still do think he has that value. And if I'm paying you know, Dean Ambrose, who I really like, $3 million a year, you know, paying Brock $4 million a year ain't that big of a difference to me because, again, I, I don't Dean Ambrose ain't getting no damn title. Well, whatever. <laughs> Dean Ambrose is getting 800000 Brock Lesnar is worth $4 million. Um, so, and that's about what it is. That's probably closer to what right. they actually make, yeah. Right. And, so, and I'm saying I mean, my that's thing is, totally not worth it. But, yeah. Me being, and I always say this, like I'm, I'm, I'm a sports guy, I'm a boxing guy. Like I'm, I'm not for yeah. like the height of my sports adulthood was for Mayweather fights because I felt like I got to take in fights like my parents did and have fight parties and you see the champ twice a year and it's an event. Like I'm, I'm, you know, cut from that. So, you know, Brock existing like that as a special attraction, like I'm all good with that because that's what we all want to get together and gather around and see, and that's what we end up talking about for a while now. 
is the um like the quality of the matches has certainly varied. Um but uh yeah, I, I think I think it's he's still worth it until you know, he shows he's not. Like what was his, his last uh his last two matches were what, Goldberg and uh Goldberg and Randy? Like his last two singles matches? Well Goldberg, Goldberg and Randy. I guess the the three of them. But um but yeah, like those were good to me. Um, for what he brought to the table for for each one, so yeah, I, I still think he's worth that money. Yeah, and part of my qualifier is that you know he's got a more interesting match and an intre- more an interesting move set, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, and, like I've been playing. Uh, I've been a good time over this three day weekend playing. Uh, what playing WWE uh, 2K17, and so. Mm-hmm. Essentially, just uh, just holds. Brock Lesnar has fourteen because you get a uh, a move for each direction, a strong and a medium, and then you get four moves from behind in his signature and his finisher. So, you know, like that Brock Lesnar from you know King of the Ring fighting Jeff Hardy and Rob Van Dam. That guy ain't coming back. But but yeah. No, it would definitely help if you get a few more things um, in general. But to me, like, I'm fine with big, bruising guy doing two or three things to you and laughing at you while he does it. Um, you know, it's it's not always Mortal Kombat. But I, I understand, like, the concern. Like, I'm fine with what Brock is and what he does. Like, uh, you know, I like, I like Butterbean fights, <laughs> seeing him just swinging people and taking them out. But I'm also, like, a fan of, like, I like how Raw and SmackDown exist and all these athletic guys are, you know, fighting over getting here. But I also like that Brock's kind of a big, nasty end boss who doesn't do a lot of crazy things, but when he doesn't, they hurt. Real quick, let me, let me so, interrupt. Yeah, uh, so, six, that's a completely different topic. So, $6 shirts, Cam has a Kofefe shirt. And yeah. their caption is negative press, Kofefe. <laughs> it's and it's on a bunch of coffee beans and they're like brownish kind of shirts. So it's negative cool, press. Like, I got you. Like I saw, like I was looking at those. Like I actually put a press cap on there, but with a minus sign. Could still happen. <laughs> what was your? Oh, we don't know either. Is that? What yeah, we don't. We don't know either. Yeah. 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 So everybody's trying. Anyway, <laughs> I said in my thing. By the time you get it in the mail, the joke will be over and dead. But so what? Yes. Get it, get one you gotta try, gotta try to move them. Yeah, gotta try to move them while you can. <laughs> God, it's so embarrassing. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, so yeah, Mark. Anything else before, uh, for us before we go? Um. Yeah. Cool. Because you mentioned the shirts. Uh. So I. And maybe I'm just not with it. I don't understand your Katie Holmes shirt. Can you explain that okay. to me? <laughs> Perfect. Yes, somebody asked. It's so good. Okay. So, uh, so Mark, you know, we also do um, an offshoot of my podcast, um, South Congress podcast. We do this thing called yeah. the Fan by Fan Show, where Travis yeah. and I basically talk about something comic-related or, like, a show about comics. So, you know, we always do, like, pre-shows and stuff, and I'm always – you know, drawing comparisons and analogies to other things. So a lot of times Batman comes up because I'm a big Batman guy and Travis is not. So Travis yep. is like that one guy you know that's never seen The Dark Knight or The Dark Knight Rises. Like, he's that guy. Okay. So, 
I saw Whenever we're talking about Batman movies, he says, no, the last one I saw was the Katie Holmes one. I said, what? No, the Katie Holmes one. I said, that's not a movie. There is no Katie Holmes one. Like, there's a movie Katie Holmes is in. It's not the Katie Holmes one. And I'm staunchly, like, opposed to him referring to it as that. I don't know so, why yeah. she wasn't the that's first villain. Why she got, like, third or fourth villain. It was her movie. Come on, man. Is it? Is it? <laughs> she was like, on the poster. Is it shallow of me to say, like, she's not good-looking enough to be... Anyway, that, oh. that's neither here nor there. But Maggie Gyllenhaal certainly was hyper-regular, and I don't know how that happened. But, uh, but yeah, no, so that's the entire joke. That Travis, mm. like, not even to be a jerk. Well, he's a jerk, but not to be a jerk, but he just calls it the Katie Holmes one, like, naturally. So, yeah, that's why there's a Batman the Katie Holmes one shirt. That's why I do it. <laughs> you should buy a sticker and just put it somewhere and see what people say. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you for that. I was, you know, I was looking at it, going, okay, I, I don't get it, but you know, yeah. that's a good explanation. It's, it's the insidest of the yeah. most inside jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I was like, cool. there's never going to be two people. Uh, like, if, if two people get that joke, they're never going to be in the same room with each other when they're wearing that shirt. They go, oh hey, I know, no. what, I know what that means. <laughs> Like it's going to be a guy in like you know Saskatchewan or some shit, and somebody in Australia. Like those are going to be the two people that own that shirt in the entire world, and you know. That'll be like that. that, the kid who came up to me at the Royal Rumble, who was like, "Are you Cameron from the East Coast cast?" Like if he had that shirt on, I would have been like, "What do you want from line? Like, you want three hot dogs? Do you want six sodas? Like this is crazy." But yeah, it's um no yeah it's it's a fun little little belated or. Was it's bladed now, but it's a fun little birthday thing for Travis. I feel like I have to get him one for Christmas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so yeah, so so whether it's the Katie Holmes one or Kofefe or one of the Beast Coast cats, yeah, get 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 a shirt. You anybody listening, get a shirt, get a sticker, get a phone case. Yeah, oh, shit, one, phone I mean, case. If, if you're gonna get one, Kofefe. um. You know, over the next three days, they are thirty percent off. I think everything, like everything on the design, so whatever the price is, it's not it's all thirty percent off for the next three days. Yeah, it's a, it's uh, a reason, Cam, to keep creating, coming up with designs because they yes. go, they immediately uh, are fourteen bucks mm-hmm. instead of uh, eighteen or nineteen or whatever they are. And the, and the cool thing is, <laughs> so they immediately go on sale, sale for the first three days that they're around. Yeah, so. we can control the sale, so I can keep literally keep... just re-upload a design and then it's on sale again. So, you know, oh, shit. We'll, we'll do that from time to time. To, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, how you control the sale. Yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. So, um, yeah, so appreciate that, Mark, man. Anything else before we get out of here? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, lo- last thing, um, and it'll be quick, is are they, are, you know, on SmackDown, to, are they trying to add, Pyro to uh, Nakamura's entrance because I kept hearing like explosions when he was doing stuff. Like it just seemed weird. I didn't see the entrance. Yeah, I didn't see that. I just hope they don't keep putting like they've already put too much on him with that artist known as Nakamura Mm -hmm. bullshit. So I hope not. Like he's he's just I don't know. But, of course, like, NXT exists on a smaller scale. Like, I get that. But I can't think of anything that doesn't need to be tweaked more than Nakamura. Like, just put him in good matches. Um, every now and again, have him come out and look cool during, like, 
a promo exchange where the heels really, really frustrated and don't fuck with that entrance. Like, it's just, it's perfect. Uh, I I hope they're not adding anything to it. Like, um, I don't know, it's like on SmackDown, nobody really has, and even though I think his entrance is intricate, nobody really has big gaudy entrance. Like, I like KO's entrance walking around his face. I think it's like Mm -hmm. a really, it's a subtle thing, but a really cool thing. I just think SmackDown is so much more grounded and it needs to stay like that. Yeah, because what I noticed was, uh, and I, I'm not sure if I misheard it, but I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm as there is like when he first came out, there seemed to be like some kind of bang noise, like it was a pyro, but I didn't see the pyro, but I heard the explosion first when he came out, and then when he was doing the ring ropes, kind of when he drags his arm down and falls down to the mat, there was like some kind of explosion and. It just sounded like bad pyro that didn't work, and I hope they don't do that because uh, you know, to your point, like his entrance is perfect. Really is. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole point of when he goes, his stuff is synced up to the music. So when he goes down, when he grabs the rope and falls to his back, it's because the song goes, you know, and then he, you know, yeah. so to have a bang would kind of. Screw that up. Yeah, that's what I heard on SmackDown, but you know, so I guess keep your eyes open for that because I then I hope they don't yeah. do it again. But that's kind of what I saw. Yeah. And I hope that I hope they don't do it because they don't need any more. Definitely don't. Yeah. Cool. All right, Mark. Appreciate it as always. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Take care, man. Absolutely. All right. So that. Uh does it for us, us here uh, Rich and I will be by in a matter of minutes <clears throat> for you live fo- or for you uh, VIP folks listening to this uh, uh, not live like 99.2% of you uh, yeah click over me and Rich will be, the, be by and be talking about Secret War or Secret Empire issue three, which apparently is uh, Secret Empire storyline, is going to be wrapped up by August. So that'll be a big topic, I'm sure. You're so excited. Uh, uh, there are a lot of new titles out today. Uh, new Sam Wilson. Uh, new Doctor Strange, which finally they start. Doing Secret Empire stuff across all the titles. So if you are listening um, live, you got Fargo in thirty five minutes. You need to peep that. Oh, so, yeah, I guess if you're into that well, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm like, who was I telling that you're going to discover it? Like you discover things, you're going to discover it in 2020 and tell us how good it is, and we're going to beat the shit out of you. Because by 2020. We're all going to be angry old people, so we're just going to be talking about fight at that point. Oh, did y'all see that? Nope, nope, we're pulling up on you right now. <laughs> just, just, just uh, blows. See this Pause. show on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yo, they're showing the highlights of the latest Jap- Japan trip. Yo, they are cool into their here. cosplay. Huge. I don't know. It's WWE this week, and they're showing oh, okay. a, a bunch of 
Japanese fan at a show in Japan. Everybody. Oh, like all the they got false villains in there. Yeah, a bunch of Nakamura's, a dude dressed as Oscar. <laughs> nice nuts. So, yeah. All right, that uh, that does it for us this week. Uh, again, free folk. Uh, by next week, same time, same channel. You uh, paid individuals, click over to the VIP show. It should be up by now. And until next time, uh, that's Cameron Hawkins and Travis Bryant. This is the end of the show. <laughs>